0: end of another week which means the chair shop podcast is here to recount things let you know what's going on in the world review things and that uh we've got a, a a loaded show for you here friends lots of wrestling to chat about lots of non-wrestling things to chat about we got movies we got games we got tv we got all the things you've come to expect from uh, this here broadcast from one your host and barry joined as always by my ever dependable co-host first of all we. It's Joe,
1: good evening everyone,
0: and rounding out this trio, this triumvirate, you might say, yeah. is Paul Bonjour. breaking out his French there from his, his time in France. Oh, um, back in, the day. Safe. back in the day, eating you know, drinking his, his 10 million cans of coke. I remember you sent us the pit, the, the, the image of all the coke cans. I don't even remember that. Did I have a lot of coke cans? Do you, not, do you not remember that? Yeah, you sent us a. a what was it? A, I, I actually can't remember if it was a video or an image. But there was a lot of Coke in your establishment back in. I mean, March. nothing oh, has okay. changed. I have an empty. Uh, well, it's Pepsi now, but I have an empty yeah. Pepsi here next. But time. you've broadened your horizons. You know, you are a, you are a, a man of culture now. Uh, I've got a busy uh, uh, run sheet here um, uh, to get into. Um, I'll, I'll kick things off here and let you know that uh, this week I've been, uh, uh, or just in fact today, I was partaking in, in the worst uh, aspect of household making which is of course painting Ugh. painting painting is one of those things where it i think it is just ever so slightly too expensive to justify paying someone to do it for you it is actually mm-hmm. surprisingly expensive mm-hmm. to get someone to professionally paint your you know hall or room or whatever so yeah. you have to do it yourself Painting's shit i hate painting more than flat pack furniture assembly uh which is obviously you know that could be quite taxing um you know uh organizing cleaning you know like rearranging for like any of that stuff paintings the worst you gotta be careful you gotta put on your shitty clothes you gotta tape off your various things it doesn't it kind of it's you know there's a risk factor involved if you're clumsy like i am you know what i mean uh so we finally painted our hallway about a year after we got into the house um but uh I mean uh, it'll be another year before we finish the last few bits around this house if I have my way because I I just, like painting.
2: I think painting. Really. I I, yeah. I
0: feel like I like the idea of it and then when I and then like 10 minutes into doing it I'm like oh my shoulders are hurting me from having <laughs> I got to reach. I got to reach for yeah. things, you know. It's hard, I, but I,
1: I I like I like painting like a big open wall. Like that's yeah. nice. But then when you have to get into the corners and the you P- bits of paint everywhere. So.
0: Using a roller. Very good. Very satisfying. Getting yeah, a little yeah. teeny tiny like solitary hair on the end of a stick to paint the little corners. No, 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 no. Don't like that now. I I so it's that, like so a so video
1: that's... game where you could just change an entire wall to one color. That'd be yeah. fine. It's, but it's where's the...
0: that technology? Forget the floating <laughs> cars. Right. <Forget laughs> where the, where oh, are the digital walls. walls?
1: We need LED walls. And then you yeah. can Isn't just change. A... Why doesn't that happen? Be...
0: A lady was, de- debuted a digital dress this week. Did she not? Adobe have put out a digital dress, oh. and it's like she—I don't know what she tethers it to for a remote, but she like she like flicks between. Patterns. This is a thing. Apparently, I have to imagine this costs several grand if it's even for sale. I don't even know if you can buy it. But yeah, I was like, mm. get yeah. So much like much like wrestling has has attempted to do this. Houses just need LED walls, just LED everywhere. Yeah, and, yeah, you're, yeah. Like, and you're like, yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go for duck egg blue on this wall, and you just you just press a little button. And that could be people. your telly as well. You could just like oh, right. Now that
2: now we're talking
1: a Springsteen concert. Yeah. Ooh, and every, every
0: time you come into the
2: house you could play your entrance video. <laughs> oh yes.
1: yes. That, yes.
2: Wouldn't
0: get, that wouldn't get old for the neighbors at all. You know <laughs> Your <you're laughs>
2: Batista I walk alone. <laughs> uh, he's
0: playing that you think you know me again. My God, call the police. Call the police. <laughs> <laughs> he's putting his hands in the air, he's setting off fireworks. Oh dear. <laughs> Uh, we are deep in firework season which is extremely annoying He's I'm doing a bad here. promo oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah that's uh that is uh that's what I was up to uh, today was also of course watching the rugby yesterday The old rugby oh love rugby love sports love all of that yeah. uh, I did watch it obviously just because we're in it or we were in it so I was like let's watch it while we're in it but no no more no more for Ireland we we, we crashed out in a in, in a thrilling defeat right came right down to the wire and all that but i I did enjoy it uh paul were you watching
2: i was i was out all day on a date as you did and uh yeah i was late for the rugby thanks very much uh bitch Um, (laughs) (laughs) no she was very nice you
1: actually ended (laughs) the date with that as well yeah
2: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) no she was nice she was late though (laughs) <laughs> by,
0: about, by about an hour, <laughs> and uh, wow, <laughs> she got the wrong train. Um, oh, okay, that's, oh, well, that's fair enough. At least, at least it wasn't like couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Or, or, or <laughs> well. the worst thing, the worst thing is like not I, I, like just with friends. Even it's just like when they show up and they're like, "Oh, am I late? Am I?" Like, yeah, you know, I are you are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did at least, six? I mean public transport as, as a frequenter of my whole life but I can always cut some slack for a public transport is,
2: is that just an excuse I don't know but it was, well, it was nice we were hanging oh, out in yeah. Hoth uh, which the nicest place in Ireland probably uh, got some nice food went for a walk around the cliffs lovely uh, oh. well lovely I thought that was going to be like maybe an hour stroll around the cliffs it was like an 11 kilometer walk it turned out So I ended up being late for the rugby. But um, good game. Sad result, obviously. I was really hoping they would do it. But I think think the difference was like the opening 10 minutes, New Zealand just came out like a house on fire and Mm. Ireland kind of couldn't contain them. And then the rest of the game was was decently even. But the one bit where they nearly got to try and the New Zealand lad just got underneath it and the missed kick by uh, johnny sexton what? yes yeah one of those one of those what ifs what ifs um what if? yeah not not the biggest what if sporting what if of the evening because i also watched the uh the logan paul uh ksi boxing event um, why why uh i don't know <laughs> i need something to do until collision came on
0: um, oh well yeah you do stay up to watch Collision which I can, I can kind of understand that a little bit then I guess that's uh, cool. Ooh, let me tell you brother I,
2: I would beat up all four of these boys this, <laughs> this was this was the drizzling shits yeah um, I, I
0: didn't watch it but I, I heard that even by the standards of this like celebrity boxing shit it was like shit, yeah. this is like this is now sort of beyond the pale and it is just kind of embarrassing <laughs> yeah it was it was very much that um
2: I watched the last three fights because that kind of coincided with the rugby ending and the wait for mm-hmm. a collision because rugby ended at like it was quite late, yeah, I went to like maybe 10 it. past 10 past 10, quarter past 10, so stuck that on. Uh, <laughs> I took great enjoyment in like it, it's, I think it's almost closer to pro wrestling than actual boxing, the way it's presented. Um, let me tell you, for example, Slim defeated Salt Pappy. I know of Salt Poppy. Yeah, I know this. <laughs> That's more than I know. I, I know he got knocked out yesterday. Okay. Um, Logan Paul obviously defeated uh, Dylan Danis, who I have to assume never did a, a minute of boxing training in the lead up to this because he had no idea what to do. Yeah. Um, Logan Paul, to be fair, also looked like he had never done a minute of boxing training. Um, I've seen him fight a couple of times now. Because you fought Floyd Floyd Mayweather in that total like freak fight. Yeah. He, he I don't know what it is because he's very obviously very big and muscular <laughs> and reachy, juiced to the gills.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But it, it, whenever he boxes, it's like he's got like pillows on his hands. He's got like no power at all. Yeah. Is it which um, one is this? Jake
0: Paul or Logan Paul? Lo- Logan. This is Logan who is the wrestler. He wrestles and, and he's done the boxing. Yeah, yeah. And, and Jake is the one that. People will like debate and pretend he's like actually really good, and he could be he no. could be a world, which he, is not. which is so ridiculous. Obviously, <laughs> it's so and and he and I, it's a little bit. I think whenever I've seen him interviewed, it's a little bit of believing his own marketing because he will then talk about all these people he's beaten and he'll start listing off the seventy year old UFC fighters who are in a different sport now, and he's like, "Well, I beat you know blah blah." blah. I'm like, "You you cannot actually believe this. You cannot actually believe this. That this makes you an actual good boxer, you know." But anyway, this is Logan. He beat
2: four retired MMA fighters
0: yeah and as history has proven a million times you you cannot just switch to another sport like MMA and boxing are not interchangeable at all because we've seen boxers go into MMA plenty of times with very bad results but anyway um, Uh, yeah this is is WWE's Logan Paul so that was absolutely abysmal he did call then, out Rey Mysterio after his That, uh, was, very funny. that which was very funny I watched the clip and I expected people To boo because you know people at a real show They didn't even react obviously because it was So shit the fight that they Were like they were they, the crowd was like dead So they didn't even do any yeah do, Go on Logan or boo we don't like WWE. Were, It was there was nothing Like I was like I was stunned I thought I was watching Like a shit quality like pirated Clip or something when it was on I was like On Twitter timeline I just saw it so I was like but I was Like no they're just the crowd are just out on this whole mess. I mean the fight was
2: so I mean I would rather watch Seth Rollins and the Fiend a hundred times. Yeah. You know, that that, that kind of level. Well, and watch Rollins and Logan Paul. Uh, and then the main event was uh was also not good. Um, Tommy Fury who is allegedly a professional boxer. Yeah he's yeah he's a really I would boxer. not have known by watching this uh abysmal <coughs> stuff. Terrible, terrible! And he he only won a split decision over the YouTuber.
0: Over the huge, exactly like, <laughs> like, 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 yeah. So I again, similar to, to to Jake Paul, I've heard people say, no, 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 no. Tommy Fury is actually really good. Like, he's not, he's not just coasting on his name. He's, you know, he's actually a guy. And it's like, yeah, he won a split decision over a, a um I mean, a YouTuber. Um, so yeah, I I wonder how much is how much juice is left on this this um celebrity bullshit TikTok bullshit boxing at the
2: same time blue collar boxing has been around for years and years and years it's only now that YouTubers who already have big inbuilt
0: fan bases have started but they're but they're they're putting this on pay-per-view and they're charging expensive Mm. ticket prices to go to it like they are like it seems like they thought this this is like this is the new UFC this is the new hot combat sports trend but it's just like I think I I think think you're right insofar as this definitely has a a shelf life,
2: you know, but yeah. At the same time, let's see how many pay per views they sold. I mean, the arena looked pretty full to me, so yeah, they'll keep going until the wheels come off the wagon, presumably. Totally.
0: I think, I think, I think Jake Paul was talking about being disappointed with the last numbers for his pay per view, which I think was the Anderson Silva one. No, Nate Diaz was the last one. Was the NAS. Okay, so I guess the one before that, he was, was talking about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Anderson Silva was never a captivating personality. He no, was just a really no. good fighter, and that's why he did And again, did. it's like, I just, I think people see, like, you're acting like it's a super challenging fight because he's one of the greatest fighters of all time. Like, I, I know you can cod some of the general public, but people aren't that stupid. They know he's an old guy from a different <laughs> sport. Like, it's not, you're not tricking people. Do you know what yeah, I mean? We're I mean, going to be like, taking
2: on the uh, World Cup. 2004 winning or 2002 winning Brazil team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. That's, actually, that, that's, that's actually not a bad idea. It's like, like TikTok, like sports stars versus like, yeah, the, like a 20 year old Brazilian world cup team. But that, that's actually interesting. I'd be into that. Um, the World Cup team would probably still win. Would be oh, oh, that, that's why I, I think it's, it's like I feel like they'd probably still, you know, these days, I'd imagine they'd probably still be in really good condition. and <laughs> well, I um, really them, really Ronaldo.
2: <laughs> Ronaldo and Adriano would probably be better suited in some kind of sumo competition. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I
1: could come out as one of those tag teams. That are both just two giant lads. Natural, natural yeah. disasters. The, nat- <laughs> the, the new <laughs>
2: natural disasters. <laughs>
0: wasn't there a wait this thing we're describing like wasn't they, <sighs> Sky 1 did one of these years ago didn't they it was celebrities versus well legends. they do
2: they do do like a soccer raid every year yeah I yeah. think yeah. it was on ITV isn't it
0: yeah Sky did one years ago was, I think it was just called The Match but it was like a reality series wasn't it it was like oh uh, possibly I can't oh, yeah, remember I mean, the specifics I mean, but it was something like they followed them for a couple of weeks and then they played like a team I mean le- legends boys.
2: football games or celebrity football Pretty games common well. yeah common yeah. plays
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway yeah so that's that's your boxing um uh, update the other thing is well the undercards of these things all seem it, it's all influencers or 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 influencer adjacent people and it's kind of yeah. like i feel like you're not even you're not even elevating like perhaps you know great boxing prospects by putting them on the undercard and letting them no. get some shine on these dreadful no, it's, shows it's, 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 like, it's exclusively it's, freak stuff yeah it's exclusively freak show influencer stuff like i didn't kind of like, i didn't see it but there was a tag team match. I saw That's the graphic that. for that. And I was like, I was like, I'm definitely not paying for it. And I right. wouldn't watch, but I'm curious to see what it's going to look like. <laughs> tag team boxing match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, I, have seen, on, I yes. have seen, I've seen any, uh, like, again, these are in like, they'll show up on like TikTok or whatever. And they're in a different language. I don't even know the name of the promotion, but I'll see like triple yeah, yeah. threat MMA matches and yeah, shit yeah, like that. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what is going on? I, mean, I, I don't, don't know is- if
2: they were following Texas tornado rules or lucha rules last night. I don't know if they were holding the tag rope with their gloves.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, like. Presumably, yeah, presumably, it's four in the ring at the same time, isn't it? It's. I it's uh, They tag out. They tag in and out.
1: <laughs>
0: how can you? That's ridiculous. That's how can you? Like, it, it must be so dangerous getting in. and like, does, does the other person have to wait for you to get in, or is can the they punch you holden, off the apron? Is the ref holding one back while the other two lads are beating the shit out? Of the oh my god, that would be amazing! <laughs> it's like, hold that tag. Come on, ref. Come on, ref. And the commentator is going on. Oh, the ref can't call, but he can't see. <laughs> i mean at that stage you might as well just pull a wrench out of your trunks and hit them over the head with it like the simpsons you know oh, God. <laughs> um anyway we'll uh we'll we'll report back on on that um yeah that was the that was our that's the, our, our sports update there for um for the <sighs> week what have you boys been up today I've, I've had a fairly quiet week what have you boys been doing Well, i actually watched the ireland football team
2: lose what? as well
0: so well, you, can, you can do that any day. I mean, yeah, they lost against Greece two 0 What competition? <sighs> even it was that a friendly or what competition? No, it was the Euro twenty twenty four qualifiers. We're not going to make it, Barry. We're, we're not going to make first. it to the one that we're hosting, like with the UK. No, we'll be in
2: that. We, we'll get the little free buy into that one. Yeah. Oh, do you get
0: a buy for if you host? Yes, you do. That's yeah. pathetic. That's <laughs> pathetic. We're going to like lose constantly until it comes around, and then we'll just get to that's shit. I'd rather actually not be in it. <laughs>
2: I think um, we were in it in 2016. Was that the last time we were in it? I can't remember. I, I mean, we've no not I been think. in a World Cup since 2002. 2002. Yeah, yeah. But we'll be in the Euros in 2018, baby. <laughs> One stadium hosting
0: a, a match. Yeah, so it's literally, it's it's Dublin and that's it, isn't it? And, and Belfast. <laughs> and Belfast, if you want to be, you know, I suppose. So I guess Northern the Ireland
2: Island. are going to automatically qualify as well. Would it be... I think what, this-
0: there's, yeah, do, the, do all the nations uh, There, are two, you there are two
1: automatic for the five, so depending on who doesn't qualify. So if uh, like, Eng- England, yeah. Wales, and Scotland do qualify, then you know the Irish. We're going to be beaten. 3-3. Okay. Which is be someone am, that doesn't make it. If, I mean, sorry, England I will
0: obviously them. qualify. Yeah. I mean, uh, what is Scot- I, I, I don't know what, what's the state of Scotland and Wales currently? Are they are they good or for the
2: Euros? that should make it. It's
0: quite
1: I would say Scotland.
2: Scotland would probably qualify directly.
1: Well, Wales
2: nice. don't have Gareth Bale anymore, but maybe. And then Northern Ar- Northern Ireland are a weird team. They seem better than us.
0: Yeah, that's kind of in my broad understanding from not really watching, but talking to people. You know, um, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll get in. But yeah, it's it's like they they I don't think they they didn't cement it, did they? But they put out like the. The proposed venues. Uh, I, th- I
2: think it's it's confirmed. Is it confirmed?
0: Right? Is it cause, cause I, I, cause yeah. I when I they confirmed we're hosting, but they, I I thought the list of venues was only proposed for now. Like it was like Dublin, Belfast, oh, I don't and know, you know yeah. uh, London, Manchester, Liverpool, and I think Glasgow or I don't know, can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, uh, That's sports guff. What has he been up to, boys?
1: Oh, busy old, busy old week. Busy, busy old week. Um, headline news is I've finally quit Twitter.com. Oh, well done! Ooh, well done. Um, I just last week it was it was last Sunday actually before we uh, went on the show. I just like I thought being psyoped on an hourly basis by Elon Musk's X was not good for my mental health. No, you're right. And um, that was only and I've been feeling that for a long time. But you know, it's like I just couldn't quit because I've been a heavy Twitter user going back 2010. I think I signed up or 2009. Yeah. I can't remember. And when I say heavy, I mean like I read my entire like feed. All the way back until the last tweet that I got to, as if I'm reading a book backwards. That's kind of how I approach it. Um, And it just got to a point with kind of with everything. I mean, obviously, the Israeli-Palestine thing was probably the last straw because I thought the Russia-Ukraine stuff was bad, just with people on there. Just, Just this constant sort of propaganda
0: war. Between different,
1: yeah, fake people, real people who even knows if these it are real opinions,
0: and it's like I've never Constant. seen so many community notes in my in my lifetime. And I'm like, I'm like, it's it's pathetic how badly this site can mm. keep up with this, and it, and like as much as I'd like to shit on Musk and his iteration like like these sites are not designed to cover things like wars. They're just not. Stuff? It's it's like it, when when real shit starts popping off, you realize how terrible these things are. Mm. But especially when he's like gutted the company and there's like i'd say half le- there's like 20 percent of the pre of like last year's staff there and you're just like yeah it's like oh my god yeah. i was actually just as we were as we were doing a preamble to um to this show we were chatting i was i was browsing a a, a gaming news website and, mm-hmm. and the folks at arm who make armor 3 like a very sophisticated military game simulator were like please please stop going on just twitter and posting footage of our of our game to spread <sighs> and they just had to do that about the ukraine situation like last yeah, yeah. year as well i'm like oh my god this is like this is awful this is like it's, it's yeah yeah it's, it's got so much
1: so much it was always bad twitter but it's gotten so much worse because every time i click on a tweet and read the replies it's the blue check people at the top yeah yeah and they are they are either Acting literally on behalf of some kind of propaganda, you know, outlet, or they're just trying to get attention to get money, to get add like money. Yeah. And, and it's just this constant. But even even not the importance, even trivial stuff like wrestling and football and field, there's just constant like arguing and dunking on people. Mm. Like, oh, yo, point scoring this, and and I just found it was like even after I'd stopped reading it, it was still lingering in my mind and making mm-hmm. just just. Anxious and depressed, and I was like, I've got to stop going on there. So I I quit last week. I haven't been on there. I did log into Chairshot to post the podcast. That's Mm. about it. Um, and I I do miss it. I am constantly going, Oh, I need to look at something on my phone. I do want to log in and see what people are talking about, I want to see what's going on, what the conversation is. I do have that big kind of FOMO. Um, in the same way that an alcoholic misses drinking like seven pints after mm. work when they give up you know it's not good for me but i do miss it and i do kind of i am I, there are negatives to it in that i'm not keeping up as much with sort of news and things because i just don't have a i stopped looking at other sites like i yeah. only really use yeah. twitter to get my news and things so i've tried to kind of replace that but yeah i'm gonna try and keep it up because i just i think I guess, you're did right? i've had enough i just I can't, I can't Any- go
0: on there it's funny as well because it's like you know you say and, and I would do it and I say Paul would and lots of people mm. would kind of using it as a news outlet and it's kind of like one of the criticisms I've seen and again this is about broad social media not even Musk's Twitter it's kind of like for this age we're living it's like we're we're not supposed to take on as much information mm. as we do in the in, yeah. in the Twitter age and I think I think I think that's for this I I've been using it a lot less for very similar reasons I've also been putting in pretty pretty I've I've wavered absolutely but I've been putting in little kind of like. Don't, don't look at it after 8 p.m mm. and, and I've, I, I'm, all, I'm trying to get much better I'm even trying to extend that to just general screen time just because I've been trying to work on my sleep lately yeah. like I've, I you know it's it's things like that um, now obviously post podcast and on like my streaming days I'll, I'll be like zoned out here for two hours and I' will instinctively just I, I have a quick look at what I'm doing yeah. but generally I'm trying to like tone down on the screen time and, and the internet and all this other stuff um i i people people have been prophesizing the death of the website i think i don't think it will die i i, I think i think mm-hmm. because even pre-musk they were always able to pull some venture capital out of somewhere yeah. and he, he like he holds too many cards but with the big asterisk i think if they do roll out that even if it's two quid i think if they roll out that base subscription money i mm-hmm. think that's it i think because that's the one thing and that's not a, that's not even a musk criticism that's not a Twitter that. that people will not pay to just to just log on to a website that that's it's just yeah. not going to happen so i think i think if that does end up happening and they, they're speaking more and more concretely about that happening in the future mm-hmm. i'd say i mean that's that's a future um, um i just don't see it surviving but um yeah well done i mean any 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 less screen time in general is good for all of us i'm certain yeah that. i'll
1: make it up for it by playing a lot more marvel snap oh six, now we're hours, talking 16 ah. hours a day and getting annoyed at that instead no
0: hell yeah, yeah. i i mean i haven't checked in with marvel snap since that mm. initial craziness since that initial <laughs> blitz of oh my god the entire world is playing this game i mean have you so are they do they do like events so they do like what monthly like here's a, here's a new season of content do they do it's that like kind a, of thing?
1: i think it's a two month two month season they do which is okay there's a yeah you know, unpaid version and a premium version premium is 9.99 i think it's um, pretty steep for two months. Unlocks. Basically, it's the thing you get. There's like a 100 rewards, and you get 50 if you're on the free, or you get all of them if you pay for it. Um, the only thing is, you do get that they, they do have like a specific card for each season, which you only unlock on premium. And the problem has been that it, people that get that card just win because <laughs> it's usually like a really overpowered card. Like they had a low key card. Last season, that was just like if you had that in your deck, you're just going to win because it was so such a good card. So that's the only frustrating thing. I haven't really paid. I did pay for one season, sort of early on in the game, but I haven't since. I might do it again. I don't know. It's quite. A, I do enjoy the game. We play it quite a lot, but um yeah, it is good. Like all those games, it kind of suffers as it goes along because it just gets a bit weighed down under all the different elements that sort of added into it and of course they increase the sort of monetization yeah. pressure as it goes on as well but i'm still enjoying it for for the moment
0: which i it's funny because i do think that was part of the initial appeal was a lot of people looking oh this is like it has monetization options but they're like compared to other stuff they're so not invasive yeah and yeah you kind of because again the virtue of these uh, 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 one of the appeal to the from to the business partners of these kind of mobile games you can just change that. It's just constantly You're constantly just, updating it anyway, so it's just you just can just
1: reduce the rewards and make people buy them. That's you can just turn that knob. With, yeah. You know,
0: um, just tweak. Uh, this uh, whenever money. I can't remember, there was some there was some game I I was talking about recently on here, and it was free. I can't remember what it was, but I remember just thinking um, monetization on this doesn't seem too bad now. But the, the mm. landscape of these things can just change uh, uh, so. Yeah. We, oh, it was Mortal Kombat One. It was like because I I pre-ordered the special fancy edition which made me get access to it like five days before the rest of the market and I was like oh all the in-game currency is coming relatively quickly there's no grinding mm. I don't have to spend any real money the only real money items are like this teeny tiny portion and they look like shit anyway I'm getting loads of unlocks out of it I haven't I haven't logged in recently but I know they've rolled out a lot more and I'm just like mm. well anyway mm. uh, that's that's that what about you Paul Sounds what are you good. up to for the, for the week
2: well I told you already some of my stuff I will say on the, on the phone deal I've obviously not been a very prominent Twitter user ever. Mm. Really, in, ter- in terms of my own output, uh, I think most. I think probably in the last two years, eighty percent of my tweets have been tweeting at the Man United account. Just usually, I, usually, noise in all capital letters. Um, yeah, I, 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 I only really use it to check football scores and who got the mm-hmm. assist in the fantasy premier league and stuff like that. I don't really use it as much. So
0: are there any other are there any other like sites that, like cuz there surely must be sports websites that are just I mean of okay, course,
2: of course, but it's the it's the convenience but are there ones of having that are, it all in
0: one place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say I mean there, there must be I mean I'd imagine the, uh, not being a sports fan but someone who I'm actually I, I am actually trying to again kind of following on from our, our conversation as well I am trying to like just like sit down and just browse a, a website I enjoy reading more often instead of mm. who, you know websites having to play the lottery of, of, of Twitter and will I see their link and click on it you know I'm trying to like uh, so like yeah. for my gaming news I sit down and I was like on my lunch break from work I'm like I'm just going to browse euro gamer good publication good editorial mm-hmm. standards keeps me up to date on the news good opinion pieces great i mean but sports is a bit different though because you you probably do like that feed structure probably is great because yeah. it's just like this person scored in this match this person's gone off this match this match yeah. just kicked off bloody blah, blah, blah um but
2: how I mean, do you you? B- bbc that? is pretty good for their live football coverage yeah um
0: but yeah like i say it's just having everything everywhere all at once as they say uh, any other life golf notes? Joe, you have some more stuff. <laughs>
1: um, only other things though Saturday was a lot of fun. We had a bit of a trifecta because we we were going to see the new Taylor Swift concert movie. Oh um, hell yeah! At the Eras uh, Tour. Uh, the Eras Tour, which I'll, I'll review in the in the movie section. But that was a lot of fun. And before that, we went for a Pizza Hut
0: buffet. Oh, um, which was,
1: lovely. Ooh, very nice, very nice. 20 twenty pound all in. That's for your pizza, your bottomless drinks, and the ice cream as well so i think it's a pretty mm. good deal that's pretty good for the in lot.
0: this year climate yeah so i had
1: i got uh, but of course the competition is you gotta eat as many slices as possible to get your value yes. so i did have 10 i got to 10 slices and i thought that's a respectable amount um four four glasses of pepsi max and a bit of ice cream so that, we did quite well uh when i saw the movie it is a concert movie so it is the length of the concert it was nearly three mm. hours long which i didn't anticipate, but I'll talk about that later. Is it
0: one, is it one of the concerts or is it a ch- um, chopped up all the – all like, what is it? Is it just from one location or
1: – I? Yeah, it was all from SoFi Stadium in LA. Okay. I okay. feel like it might have been different nights put together. I don't know if it was just okay. one all the way through, but, yeah, it was all one
2: location. I mean, that's very common for concert movies. To, yeah.
1: To, 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 to capture do it over, the, uh, to the best bits. Yeah. Yeah. Um So that was a lot of fun. And then to complete the day um, – we went to the Copper Box in London's Olympic Park to see Royal Quest Three. New Japan Presents Royal Quest Three, which I wasn't sure about going to. We only bought tickets on on Friday Mm. because I was like, oh, go on then. I might as well go uh, because I have been to the first two. Um, I was kind of swayed by Eddie Kingston's appearance Mm. and the main event was Osprey versus uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Lovely, yeah. Uh, so we went. We got there kind of just in time for the the first match. Um, I will say the card. Uh, I didn't really know a lot of the people in the undercard. Well, yeah, we're not, we're not
0: we're not New Japan followers.
1: No, well, also, to be honest, also it, this wasn't a far cry from the first Royal Quest. It wasn't right. like a big stacked kind of special event. It was almost uh, just like
2: a Rev Pro show. It then. was uh,
1: almost like a Rev Pro kind of New Japan house show. It was not uh, stacked with kind of big matches. Hmm. Most of the most of the names on there, you know, like Tanahashi was in a six man with Eddie Kingston and, and Oku. Um, that was pretty good. But yeah, I, I'd say the first six or seven matches—they're all—they're all decent matches. There's nothing kind of really bad on there. But God, nothing to get you too excited. Um,
0: I think they've done that with a couple of their international markets as well. It's kind of they—they they come in with a splash, yeah, but then they're kind of like, but all right. You know, because they are a company generally that they're like, they save their big matches. They do, you know, so I, I you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, that's always been a little bit off-putting for me. I mean, I, I don't know if I would.
1: I mean, for example, you know, we had Bullet Club War Dogs. Uh, oh, yeah. Dr- Driller Maloney and Clark Connors versus mm. Cameron Kai and Leon Slater. So that's the sort of, you know, yeah. great shit you're getting. Um I would say that the semi-main event was Shingo versus Ishii, which was, oh. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, well, I mean,
0: that would justify the day out. I to, know, for me. that
1: justified, the two top two matches justified it. So that was like a four and a half star match. They went mental. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, if anyone's ever heard me slag off Ishii uh, on this podcast, that was fake. That was AI generated. Yeah. He's a great man. Oh, he's great. Um, yeah, and then Will Will and Zach in the in the main event was was very very good as you'd expect. So yeah, it was a good show. It was again also the crowd was a far cry from the first one because the copper box is sort of six or seven thousand um, right. capacity. I'd say about two two and a half thousand people there. Really, Just a okay. Decent crowd, decent enough. The but the first like, yeah. one was like packed. It was mm. pretty much full. Um, this one, the whole upper bowl was kind of empty. Um, three quarters of it uh lower bowl fairly full then the floor was full
0: so what was was royal quest one was suzuki okada am i remembering correctly yes
1: yeah and that was
0: okada at the height of his powers that was suzuki Mm. still i mean suzuki still great but suzuki still just he was kind of he was one of the guys to to us us western fans suzuki has always been one of the the key guys that it ignited yeah so i mean that's you know even even with with t- great top two matches you listed, I think yeah, I kind of see why yeah. there'd be less that there'd be less shine on this card than the other. I have never oh. seen Shingo live in all our years, Paul, and all our various imports we saw it in OTT over the years. Yeah. And I've travelled to multiple different promotions in the yeah. UK and Germany. Never seen Shingo. I, yeah. I I would probably if he like you know if it, if, it, if it was a better time of year and and you know it wasn't as cheap I, I would maybe go to a Royal Quest so I could take that one off the list at some stage. Mm-hmm. I don't think, unless I'm mistaken, I don't think we have, though. We wouldn't have seen him in. I can't think of one. Um, The other thing for the attendance is, of course,
2: we had all in just a month and a half ago. Yeah. So that had
0: an impact as well. Which also had a Copper Box associated show as well. There was a a Repro that weekend. Yeah, I think a lot
1: of the people that travel down for New Japan from up north or wherever else. Oh, I'm going to bother for a, <laughs> a new fan house show, which only and was announced like a month ago. It was pretty short. notice. Yeah.
0: Well. Kind of out of nowhere, which it's kind of funny because I was just like, that's, that's so, that was so out of nowhere. And I was actually just telling like, isn't it weird how in advance is building full gear, which they typically never do. They've got like mm. the main event a month and a half out. But um, yeah, I mean like it's been like the UK is obviously a super hot market for wrestling, especially and like post COVID everyone's like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's get back to wrestling. Mm. But it's like clash at the castle last year. The uh, Money in the Bank week, like WWE, did, they mm. did like a full spread of shows, didn't they? They did Money yeah, in the Bank yeah, and I'm they sure. did SmackDown, um, All In, uh, the Copper Box, and then various other indies as well. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, you're, you're, you know, you, I, I think it is also we're back to that stage now where all the big companies are like let's go to the UK, and mm-hmm. I think those I think those fans are maybe being super served, and 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 it's tough to get them out to a um, a New Japan show, but yeah, yeah, so, it was, uh, so there's was a little bit of extra then. wrestle got for you there
1: uh also been trying to fix a leaky toilet which i tell you what lads oh that's tricky that is tricky Even which bit's leaking it's leaking out of the the system luckily it's not the actual uh, part. Okay. so it's only Thank you it. know water and it's not a lot but it's it's just I uh, had it i had the whole thing off today you gotta drain it you gotta go, go and get in parts i'm going oh mate is this the right part i don't know what the part is uh oh, it's still not fixed i'm gonna fix it at some point next week but uh yeah that's uh that's it, the highs and the lows, you know,
0: of, of the week. What can you do? Alrighty, and that is a uh, Life uh, Goff uh, there. We're going to segue into our other spread of features Ooh. here. But before we get into the remainder of the Wrestle Goff, we've had a little bit of a Wrestle Goff there with Royal Quest. We do, have a, we do have a returning quiz this week, do we not?
2: Yeah, I mean, even though the world responded to Dwayne Johnson busters with, like, you know, Hogan Rock at WrestleMania 18 levels
0: of rapture well rock himself was on the phone he was like yeah. he was like Haha, you guys you guys are crazy out there enjoy your quizzing <laughs>
2: um, we're, we're going back to place your breaths oh, with yeah. a modified rule set so we have three rounds as we do before I will give you a uh, category and you have to name as many items in that category as you can uh, we're going back to the time limit 90 Ooh. seconds. Nine zero. Yeah. Now, the scoring is going to change though. So, previously it was who won the round would get a point. So, the games would end 2 1 or 3 0. Now, what's going to happen is if you play and succeed, you will get as many points as items you were able to name.
0: Okay. okay. If you
2: don't meet your previously set number, However many you got, your
0: opponent gets that many points. So. Okay, interesting. Wow. Ooh. So, so we have a balancing let... update there in the patch. The patch notes for, <laughs> for <laughs> <patient> <laughs> <red>. <laughs> So, Paul and... now runs at sixty frames per second without any <laughs> issues. <laughs> no, he's too fast. Put it back at thirty. He's broken.
2: <laughs> okay, so, Joe, we're going to let you place your first Brett this week. Okay. Uh, the first category is how many in 90 seconds can you name wrestlers whose name or nickname derives from a creature? A creature. Um, no, just, to, just to clarify, a creature, any kind of living organism. Has to be a real creature, not a mythological
1: I'm I will sure. accept. I no, will surely mythological is like, allowed, yeah. Yeah. I accept. Yeah. yeah. Um, How many? I, I'll go for a five.
0: All right, Barry. I think I could do seven.
1: Um Oh Alright, I'll I'll go for eight.
2: Barry, can you beat eight? I can do nine. Nine. Joe, can you beat nine?
1: Um I don't know if I can um fuck it, yeah, I'll go for ten.
2: Go for it, all you Joe. Alright, Joe. Oh no You have 90 seconds to name ten wrestlers whose name or nickname derives from a creature. Your time starts in three, two, one, go. Uh Mantor, Luchasaurus, uh Junkyard
1: Dog. Uh, uh, two cold Scorpio. Scorpion, I I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, uh, the moon, moon, dog spot, moon dog Rex. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the oh god, um, trying to think of animals that's uh, 30 seconds.
0: Uh, uh He's doing pretty good. Dogs nice. Six I so far. Right. So,
1: uh, Dragon Snake Roberts. Um yep. the uh, God, there must be so many. Um,
2: three more. And that's sixty seconds. Oh god. Uh
1: Um the 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 Wolverine, Chris Benoit, Rabid Wolverine. Yeah. Uh the fucking Tasmanian devil, Taz. Yes. Uh, the fucking um the, 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 the Viper Randy Orton. The, the He's like, got the it. Viper predator. He's got it with <laughs> we t- Bastard
2: with 2 seconds remaining on the timer. Wow. Oh,
0: but Ten I points. yeah. I had a couple in the holster, Texas Rattlesnake, Bear Bronson, Bear Boulder. Ah,
2: the bears, yeah. I was surprised Joey didn't go to the cat well. Yeah, couldn't Ernest the any cat. cats. Oh, oh, Ernest yeah. Cat no. Miller. The Cat Ernie lad, yeah. Well,
0: Sable. Sable. Yeah. Sable's Sable? an animal, isn't it? Like, Sable's a, a big cat, isn't it? I don't think it is. Is it?
2: I, would, I don't think I would have accepted Sable.
1: Oh, well, it's a little...
2: That's not cat.
0: Okay, <laughs> we might have gone to the VAR for Sable. Looks like a weasel. Yeah, but it's a a thing. It it is an animal. It is a real thing. Anyway, all right. Next question.
2: Anyway, that's 10 points for Joe. Well done, Joe. That was good. Now, I think the next one might be a bit easier. So let's see what numbers we get here. 90 seconds. Barry, place your bread. Wrestlers whose name or nickname derives from a job.
0: Oh, God. um, uh, Five.
1: Um I'll go oh yeah, I'll go
0: six. Not okay. Two, go s- I mean I have to make up some fucking ground here actually, yeah. you know, so I I will go seven. Um Yeah, I'll go I'll let Barry
1: go. Ah Barry's-
2: bastard. Barry seven. Okay is your number should be gettable i think uh, mm-hmm. you got 90 seconds to name seven wrestlers whose name or nickname derives from some kind of job okay
0: your time starts in three two one go the undertaker irs repo oh, man shit. uh can i get two people if i say the librarians no their their, their singular name or nickname doesn't okay. okay oh can i but can i have the librarians as one I'll give you as as one. As sure. one, yeah, okay. Um, um, cowboy Bob Orton Sure. Um. <laughs> um 30, Thirty seconds gone. Doink, uh, Doink the clown. <laughs> um. <laughs> the bounty. Yeah. Uh, Rob the you wrestler. Go. That's seven. <laughs> Oh, I to think, I wonder—is there anyone called Blank the Wrestler? They're probably Mr. Sure Mr. is Mr. Wrestling, Mr. Wrestling, Mr. Wrestling.
1: Maybe yeah.
2: <laughs> Mr. Wrestling too. Mr. Wrestling three. Yes, yeah, uh, so. Mr. Wrestling
0: was my father. A time of forty oh.
2: seconds. You're able to oh, get seven.
0: Sh- that so. one was easier. You're right. That one. Yeah, was I hard. figured there'd be a lot of those.
2: From going to the '80s and, and early '90s, everyone.
0: Yeah.
2: Duke,
1: Duke the Dumpster. juke the Dumpster Drosy. Yeah.
0: Was, Sergeant Slaughter. So i of the goon, yeah. All the all the nineties new era, new generation stuff, yeah.
1: Isaac Yankum, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD,
0: Doctor Br- Brit? How do yeah, Britt's a modern one. How did I not get Britt? Yeah, yeah Doctor Tom Pritchard. Uh, a million Doctors now that I think about it. Yeah, uh, lots.
2: B- B- Baker as well. Britt Baker is a double one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> okay, so the score is ten-seven to Joe, leading into right. okay. the final round. Okay. So once again, 90 seconds on the clock. Joe, you get to place your breath first here. Wrestlers mm. whose name or nickname is an adjective. Hello, Adjective. Yeah. Describing words. So, word. so oh, yeah, adjective. it can't be the noun to describe It has must be an adjective it has to be a, a describing typically
0: blank ing you know yeah, so and yeah. so look at the adjective yeah. play <laughs> what he should have actually yes. said was look at the adjective playing that would have been you know uh, wait well, that's a verb no that's, that's a verb, a verb. <laughs> 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 no you've given that to yourself yeah. oh he's, he, he's dead right it's hard <laughs> watch
2: out a- LA Knight's gonna be tweeting about you know um, come on Joe give us a number how many can you get I'll
0: go for seven. Seven. Oh, that is not what Barry wanted to hear. No. Uh, eight. Um nine. Oh. <laughs> um ten, why not? Yeah. All right,
1: Jim.
0: I'll
1: go for a fuck it, I'll go for
0: eleven. Eleven. Oh my goodness. Barry. See, this is one because he's better with the. I think, I think he'll get this. That's the thing. I feel like I. 12. Oh my god.
2: The new rule set is working. I'm loving uh, it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <what's
1: that> 13. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay.
0: Um, no, he has to go. I All right, Joe.
2: For 13. High stakes, my Jesus. I know. I'm going to start the timer now. Wrestlers whose nickname or name is an adjective. Your time starts in 3, 2, 1, go. Big Bill. Absolute Ricky Starks.
1: Hmm. Flash Funk. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, Razor Ramon.
2: Uh, Badass. I've, I've it- I think razor is a noun. I can't give you that. But you could yeah, say yeah. someone's
1: like, "All right, okay, okay, okay.
2: It, No, no, it doesn't. Is that Iron, razor sharp Iron, Iron
1: Mike Sharp. Yeah. Double
2: um,
1: one. Ca- Cactus Jack. No, that's... no. uh Big Van Vader. Um. Uh. Psycho Sid. Does it say badass Billy Gun. You've seen nope. it now. Yeah. Say um, okay. Uh, uh giant barber. Giant Gonzalez, Giant oh, Silver.
0: Um, <laughs> There's actually another one. He get a gun as well. Giant, giant,
1: giant, Andre the Giant.
2: No, that's a noun. That's
1: uh, a giant the Andre. Hulk Hogan. Yes. Oh. Uh, I'll give, give
2: it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, he's a Hulk. He's yeah, Hulk he's, well, he's a Hulk. Is a noun, but he's, he's Hulk,
1: a Hulk, Hulk. Hulk Hogan. Um, one more. Uh,
2: fuck. You got fifteen seconds. try Man, Randy Savage. Yeah, I'll give you that one.
0: There you go. The other one I was thinking was was um, Giant Singh, great original right. name. Yeah, yeah that, yeah, that yeah. was the one I was thinking. Of. Well done. I knew I knew he'd get that one, but I, yeah, I thought the, 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 the only visited. one
2: Psycho Sid, I was a little Psycho again would be more a noun, but psychotic.
0: Okay, I, I did. I, you, I, yeah. Yeah. You, you would describe I, I a I person did, as I, psycho. I would say I think yeah, it's yeah, psychotic. Yeah, yeah. Sid, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll give. Would you, a, would you just out of curiosity, would you have allowed same person? Because well, I was think when he said Stone Cold, I think could he also have stunning, stunning Steve Austin as a separate guess? Yeah, I
2: think so. Well, no, no. Technically, the um, question is to name a wrestler. Oh, okay. A wrestler. Okay, so, so you. Okay, yeah. So. Flying Steve Williams could be used twice. So, yeah. yeah, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, flying is a, flying is a, is a verb. verb. Yeah. Oh yeah, but well, but then he's he's
0: This is not, a, this he's actually flying. a quite a nebulous. <laughs> this is actually a, a very nebulous thing. Actually, we got he's, it anyway. We got it. Yeah, flying
1: Brian. Doctor Death. Breath. That's a good one for Jobs. Doctor Death. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Back to Jobs. If you've got any suggestions for any of these if uh, you've got uh, any hilarious uh, if wrestling professionals, if you're one of those people this who is a remembers we like to the call. 1990s, Place your then here's a segment we call <laughs> "I Are Sick of These Gimmicks." Um. Yes, uh, that's good. Another another uh, rounding success there. A great addition of Place Your Bets. The we're hoping that the board game version will be in shops in time for Christmas. Supply issues pending. All right, we will jump in to the wrestling here. Pretty interesting week of television for mm. um, AE Dub. Uh, so we will run through it here um, uh, to, to to kick us off on the wrestling side of things. We uh, had we had a. We had a um, a spread of very interesting matches. This was titled Tuesday, of course. This was the Tuesday edition of Dynamite going up against NXT. Dynamite was moved because of some sports thing. I don't remember what it was. I um, mean, not, I don't want to make excuses already for the, the
2: ratings results. But like, NXT in, in name only, really?
0: Yeah, but who cares? Like, like they, Who they, cares is the correct answer. Is the correct yeah. answer, yeah. I mean, it's it's... Like to to be fair to NXT, which we do not watch, I mean, they have in previ- they have been like they have been going the opposite direction of AW. They are mm. inexplicably doing quite well at the moment. Now, admittedly, that's because even on normal weeks they have Becky and and yeah. various other people from the main roster. But have to be fair. I mean, Mister Mister Bottom, his show is doing well. Like that's because even before they started announcing fucking John Cena and uh, God showing up on on <laughs> NXT. I was looking at this competition and I was like, "Like AEW is cold." Like I think there's mm-hmm. actually a good chance they'd win. But anyway, we won't we won't get into that. But uh, they did, they did have like,
2: uh, as we as we mentioned, Undertaker did not get the old
0: get-up on. Yes, which uh, yeah, we uh, you I think you correctly guessed that he'd pass off his normal clothes as well. I'm American badass Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your your laundry day Undertaker is what you are. <laughs> um anyway you're um fell asleep uh, watching a repeat of seinfeld on the couch undertaker um I, never, I i never obviously because he i mean he used to wear like obviously in the 90s especially the full-on white super pale um uh face paint but i never mm. realized how much in late late his career he must have been tanning because he came out on this show and i was looking at him and going to go jesus he's he's pale like he's a pale guy oh for sure or, um, in the, in the- Mid two thousands, he was very. Yeah. That must be one of the the sweet releases of of retirement from wrestling. You're like, I'm never tanning ever again. I'm <laughs> never. I'm not getting into, getting into one of those little chambers from the Final Destination movie. I'm not. Um, uh, have the- you looked at Hulk Hogan
2: recently? Well, some people
0: just can't give it up. Hey, listen, I, I don't think he's ever said retired. Has he ever said retired? Listen, the next match. Brother. brother? He said a lot of things that he shouldn't have said, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, but if, if, if... I'm
2: like a big say, tanned pig, brother. Oh.
0: If, if, I was about to say Vince, but if, if Mr. Endeavor gives him a call for one of these Saudi shows, he's he's like, well, I have good news, uh, Mr. Endeavor. I'm in shape and tanned, so I can go right away. Uh, anyway, we're not talking about uh, NXT. We are talking about AE Dub. We'll um, run through the card here fairly quickly. This was a, a wrestling-heavy show, which was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, very talking-heavy show the last few weeks. I think we've talked about that. And I, I appreciate that for this big show, they were like, all right, basically treated like one of our television specials we do usually, you know what I mean, which is just wrestling-wrestling mm-hmm. wrestling pay-per-view style. Um, we got Sheeda dethroning Saraya, Uh for the title. I think most people... Imagined this would be the way we'd be going. At some point, did Terea have one title match? Did she defend it once? I don't know if she did. I feel like she did. and I can't uh, remember. Who, against she whom. did
1: at the um, Grand Slam, didn't she?
0: Yeah, again.
1: Wasn't it t- was it a three way or four way? There was something happened. Something.
0: It was. Oh, I can't remember. It was Tony, wasn't it? It was Tony. Tony won the the. They did a four. It ah, doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, it was, it, it was one. It was one defense at best. Um, I will say, as someone who was very excited for her to lose the belt because she she has not been very good. This was that was all right. I thought, um, you know, uh, not 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 all right to the degree that I was like, ah, let's let's get the belt back on Soraya, lads. I think she can have a great run. I, I don't think I was I was there, but I thought this was a, a, a solid enough uh, a match considering she's been very limited. Um, yeah, but right call, get it back on someone who can have you know proper proper good matches on a regular. Yeah, okay. Uh, not much to say about it. Fair enough. Um, elsewhere on the show, uh, and again, uh, Title Tuesday was the the sub subtitle for this one uh, because we did have most of the titles on the line and we also had number one contendership stuff. I forgot to put it on the rundown here, but Orange Cassidy defeated uh, Ray Fenix to reclaim the international uh, title. This is one of those Situated d- divisions where I kinda have to just cut them some slack because it seems like everyone's fucking hurt. So it's really weird to go back mm. to Orange Cassidy. Mm. But John Moxie got hurt. Then they thought they could clear him. Then he was like, oh no, he's not actually cleared. Then they put Orange Cassidy in the situation and you kinda expect, okay, he'll win. And then he won in like a kind of a nothing match. But it turns out Ray Phoenix is also hurt to a certain degree. I don't know if he's gonna miss time or whatever. But this was this was just this was kind of just a pretty brief match just to get it back on Cassidy. Um, and it seems like AW has had a lot of rotten luck this year when it comes to injuries and and uh, matches going up in smoke for reasons somewhat out of their control. So back we go to Cassidy. What do we make of that?
1: Um, I was thinking about yeah, because like you say, him having that amazing reign and losing it was perfect to go back to. It, it's a bit weird. I think what if he loses it to Mox again, and then Mox becomes his kind of you know his Everest. Kryptonite. Yeah, it's like. And then they, you could build up to the third match, maybe next year, and it's he finally beats him. You could turn this into, a, uh, I think, an even better story than maybe it already is if they book it book it right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's okay. Probably been better to have Mox, you know. Yeah, <laughs> a Mox
0: reign would have been better, but hopefully Mox is back soon. I did, I mean, I <laughs> I had to. Did you see Renee's tweet? I mean, maybe you missed yes, this in your in saw, your Twitter. She tweeted that John couldn't find the dog's lead, so took him for a walk with a USB cable, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then followed up with the picture of the dog with a USB cable, like oh, right, sort of quickly tied it I need to get back to <laughs> Oh, I love him. He's the best. I mean, fucking a Homer Simpson ass solution to a problem, <laughs> uh, or 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 sort of like Jimbo when he wanted the Star Trek belts, and his his was just a piece of cord wrapped around his his pants. Uh, that's great. We love Box. So hopefully, hopefully he's back soon. Um, higher up the card, we got the Hangman versus Jay White in a uh, a decent match. I I didn't love it. Um, I thought uh, it was very really good. It was, it was definitely good, and again, it went through um, a couple of breaks uh, because this was Title Tuesday, and it was, every match was long. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. I, di- I didn't hate it, or, 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 or I didn't um, uh, love it. Um, I, ca- I did expect better. I will say that because um, we've, we've very much been on the, you know, Jay White's been great crack in AEW so far. Thumbs up on him. We love the hangar, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Felt like one of those, um, they have a better follow-up match in the matches. You know what I mean? Oh, oh I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Uh, Finish there was of course we've um, <sighs> kind of done the, off the, year, earlier match, yeah. the earlier match, yeah. the earlier match which we'll talk in a minute. But uh, Nana and Swerve got involved to further the hanger and Swerve issue. Speaking of Swerve, he uh, did face off with Brian Danielson in another very good match to establish um, uh, Danielson as the number one contender for the TNT Championship more great stuff from 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 two of our boys Danielson and uh, and Swerve more great this is nana great. antics this is great um yeah. it's it's all of these i mean i mean he's all he's had lots of good matches but like we, we talked about actually before wrestle dream about like you know let's get swerve a, a big he needs a big standout i'm a main eventer now match and he got that at wrestle dream and he he got it he got in the ballpark of it again here which obviously television not quite the same as, as having a pay-per-view match but this was another one where you're watching even in even in defeat you were like eh, this this fucking guy this is their guy this is their guy i mean he's got his main event jacket um, uh, he's in there hanging with the best in the world. It was it was great stuff. Yeah, he's got Nana dancing next to him. He's got Nana dancing. He's got his main event jacket. What more do you need? So obviously, yeah, we're going we're going um, Hanger versus Swerve at what would be next. Full gear, full gear. Yeah. So they haven't they haven't announced that yet. Uh, they did announce MJF versus um Jay White, um which. I don't know I'm curious to see how that how that goes um, I'm also as mentioned earlier it's, it's fascinating to me that we are like a, a, we're like five weeks away from the preview and they're already building it which is good it's not a knock but it's just not the way they've done things lately mm. so I'm, I'm, I'm curious what they have for the, um, the build up I'd imagine they'll do a little inversion of MJF putting lads through the the labors and he's going to have to go through Bullet Club Gold to to get to Jay uh, yeah so they had they had a promo segment this was the um this is the controversial um juice robinson role of quarters thing <laughs> which i think on this week's collision they already kind of said okay we're not right, come we're yeah. not we're not going there we're not doing that because the new storyline object that 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 juice is now fixated on is their his imitation of the dynamite diamond ring which they're doing Mm. next week by the way i'm shocked they've kept that tradition up i thought that would Mm -hmm. wrestling has conditioned me to think that these companies will give up on these these traditions they have done one of these battle royals every year to my surprise but anyway um yeah so so juice did the um the roller quarters thing at mgf which which he has talked about in promos in the past i would say not a good idea most weeks certainly not now and yeah they got uh, they got more bad pub for that than i think Anything else in the company's very short history, like when you think about the other AEW controversies, I don't think like TMZ or any of these other sites were talking about like Matt Hardy and and Sammy Guevara nearly... Dying on that pay per view or whatever it was three years ago, this this got this got attention that they definitely didn't want um, uh, this week. So i i, I was I was kind of glad when I watched the the collision segment and they did the whole, and they made a big deal out of the ring. And I was like, hey, they're 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 very deliberately saying this is this is Juice's weapon. He's going to use against MJF. Yeah, this ring, only this ring. And I don't know what else you're talking about if you say anything else happened this week on television.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So best best left behind, I would say, um, uh, uh, on that one. I mean, generally speaking,
2: I... So firstly, I feel like a lot of the outrage about it, it, it kind of felt a little bit like it's not our place as non-Jews <laughs> say whether it's acceptable or not. It reminded me a little bit of what was the controversy? I forget who it was. Someone had made like a homophobic remark or something and Chris Jericho on Instagram was like don't worry brother we, we oh, forgive you oh
0: you know what it was it was when Tommy Dreamer was on Dark Side of the Ring and he was going Ah, oh, Mcclaire you know what, playing right at hell oh, whatever right. that's and right. Jericho and Jericho went on his Instagram and said don't worry Tommy you're forgiven you know um, <laughs> yeah, I was like that's okay was. pal yeah so I feel a little bit like it's not for us to get involved.
2: It's not for us. Well, not no to to decide ultimately. This. Is oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I I like to think generally that wrestling as a fictional world should be, for better or worse, held to the same standards as films and TV. You know, totally. Yeah, I th- I think there's part of the fandom that. I don't want to say they think it's still real because obviously they don't, but it's almost like they they hold it to the standards of a
0: nonfiction. Yeah,
1: I think it's a yeah, uh,
0: which is that is the weird, like, because we because that is the weird thing about wrestling is that like we all know what it is, but there is that kind of like yeah, there is that kind of thing where you just it's like I guess because a lot of wrestlers still for the most part live their gimmick. Do you know what I mean? And and. Even in this in quote unquote age where we all know everything, and we all know that it's all bullshit. And we all know behind the scenes, plenty of wrestlers still try and act like they are the person they are on TV. Um, it is odd. I I I'm, I I want to be like you were saying there, and say, well, if a movie or a TV show can do it, then wrestling should as well. But I think I think what we're struggling against there is, you know, a hundred years of film and TV sometimes missing on those things, but also plenty of times doing them well, and wrestling mostly just not doing them well. It's kind of like, yeah, the, the odds are just against you. And um, they haven't earned it almost. 100%, yeah. Like, there's been tons of, of, of crap in movies and, and television shows that have handled that stuff terribly. But of course, there are countless examples of, like, phenomenal eye-opening inspiring kind of films and tv shows that have treated these issues really interestingly and there's as much as we would love wrestling to to be celebrated that way there's there's really not it's it's in there's in fact there's like a laundry list it's called the uh, observer most disgusting promotional tactic uh, uh, list of like every issue imaginable being tacked and handled wrong and if you want to you'd love to give the benefit of the doubt to mjf and tony han that well this time these guys are going to nail it but it's just kind of like you know my, my thing also is just kind of like you got like in a month's time when this feud is over it's really hard to like have a character like juice robinson do that and then next week he's feuding with big bill and we're just supposed to forget about the fact that he was a horrible anti semite in storyline a month ago do you know what i mean um, like you know in on television shows and films they end or the characters get written off or they move on to different arcs whereas in wrestling it's like that character has to be back for the next pay-per-view cycle the next year and it's, 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 it's tough yeah but anyway I think they've I think they've moved I think they've moved away from it I think they've yeah made... and, and mm-hmm. the ring thing makes more sense to MJF specifically mm-hmm. yeah. yeah as a as character thing so um, so yeah they're gonna do the ring match uh, oh no they're gonna do the battle royal next week and <laughs> when they, Juice Robinson wins that, then yeah. does he, he gets a match with MJF? I guess. So yeah, they've changed it, haven't they? Because it used to be when you won that match, you got the ring. I
2: think for, no, I think for the last year or two yeah, they've the done two, the, the,
0: the
1: okay, fair enough. Yeah. Run, the two winners then have, have fight a match. It,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, the two winners have a match. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So th- so they'll do that. and Juice will definitely win, and, and that will segue to the to him getting his comeuppance. You'd imagine. Uh, that was for the most part We've cut out some of the The um, the, the filler But for the most part That was your uh, your Dynamite No elite mm-hmm. On this week's show Which I thought was interesting Yeah um, uh, Segway over to Collision Which was You know A great main event Not much of a Not much of a rest of the show I didn't think uh, There was one other match I really enjoyed Um, what, did, what was the other match Before we talk about the main event See, see if you can guess What's the other uh, match That Paul
2: thought Really delivered Sky Blue and Statlander is the correct answer.
0: Because I, I oh, that was the match I also <laughs> thought was 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 good as well. There um, you go. I think this little what is obviously leading to some kind of Julia Hart adjacent thing with Trio. Willow and Sky. Yeah. I think that's I think that's good. I think it gives Sky a bit of an edge. Other than babyface, who loses? Do you know what I mean? She's been that for forever. It feels like so. Obviously, she lost this, but it was a bit more. She's got a bit more of an edge, mm. and her and Willow are, are doing their thing. Uh, and you know Statlander is good. She she can have good TV matches with with them, um, with most of these people. I enjoyed this. I, I enjoyed this quite a bit. Uh, elsewhere on the show, before we get to the main event, uh, we had uh, they announced Mystico versus Rocky Romero. So I guess CMLL and AEW are um, are, are buddied up. Buddied up now. I guess Triple A out of the fold. I don't know. Um, well,
2: they still have um, the commander against. Brian Cage advertised for collision. It didn't end up happening. But uh Commander's the AAA champion of something, cruiserweight
0: Wait, champion or something. did did that possibly not happen because word got back of a I don't know. I, I don't know. know. Yeah, they made a good video for it on the show though. I thought that was good.
2: Yeah, Rocky Romero explaining for all the people who complain when people show up without a uh full feature-length movie backstory. Mm. This did a great job setting up, you know, who who is Mystico and who is Rocky Romero and why does this matter? Yeah. Now, it is on Rampage, to be fair, so
0: I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> although I'm kind of it. The video was good, so I'm kind of interested to at least watch that from Rampage, you know.
2: Why, why not have it on Dynamite? Why not have it on Collision, you know? <laughs> Maybe, because you know, they probably want people to, they want to put some effort into Rampage. You know? uh, I,
0: th- I think Rampage is past. Hmm now deciding to put some effort into it. Um, elsewhere on the show, we got CJ Perry being uh, interviewed and up comes Action Andretti. I mean, <laughs> if ever uh, has it ever been more obvious that someone was about to be killed um, uh, uh, in storyline than, than Mr. Andretti here? Yeah, and not to uh, be prone to hyperbole, but uh, Andretti cut here the worst promo i've ever heard <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty not great
1: action
0: yeah the that's what the that's where he gets his name from is from the, on the film set you know um yeah. but yeah so uh, it was funny because i was like okay they'll definitely so i think we did talk about this idea a couple of weeks ago that miro yeah, would yeah. kill everyone who yeah, who joe said that yeah, which yeah. is joe on the ball on that one but what was funny to me was they didn't even wait a week they had miro kill him in a pre-tape backstage yeah, that was good, yeah. and then they announced a match i was like he's already like he, he held him, him in his arm like a little Beba in his in his pre-tape backstage, and Andretti couldn't do it. And I was like, I don't think there's much intrigue, lads, in seeing them. Face just off I'm going to,
1: I'm going to kill him. I'm just going to kill him and then set up the match rather than set it. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, this is, I think that's. I think this will be an interesting direction for him to go with that. Um, so yeah, and then that led, and then we had the uh, the main event, which was Christian versus the American Dragon, Brian Danielson for the TNT title. <laughs> Surprising result, I thought. I thought mm. we were switching on to TNT, onto onto the American Dragon, uh but the Christian train, man, the Christian train is too—it's too hot. You can't get off now. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this match? Tremendous.
1: Lovely. I haven't watched it yet. I didn't get to the final. Ah, unfortunately, ah, really. but I will watch it. Will really,
0: watch it. really, really well, good. That'll be a little treat for you. You'll love that because it was great. Mm. Mm. Two two old masters. Having a nice long match it was like 30 minutes, yeah, almost. Recently. Yeah, um, um the great. exact kind of match you'd almost think of as well. It was so clever, lots of little things, great, great heat. The crowd was super into it. Um, the
2: only yeah. other thing from Collision was the opening promo, which I didn't see half of because of the fight TV, yeah, so what's wrong with it? Yeah, yeah it was, it was and fucked. they
0: didn't fix it on the VOD, so
2: it was, yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't know what half of it was said, but the uh, the little Ricky Stark's Edge interplay, or uh, sorry, excuse me, I've, I've Jim Rosted now, Adam, the legend Copeland, um, just it
0: did not come off well at all. No, it was bad. And you know what? It specifically didn't come off well. It came off like Edge panicking in a in a in a live mic bantery situation uh, yes. where he didn't have a safety net. That's what it came off like to me. Um, yeah, not yeah. great not great and like, e- really e- good, even, but- even
2: if the quips were like clever and funny which they weren't uh, yeah they were like stepping on each other's lines and talking over each other and it was not good and yeah the, even the line Edge had was very kind of uh, what's the word for it
0: what the imitation uh, of a rock thing Of the rock thing The imitation of the rock thing Like It was very uh, I'm a WWE superstar and, and I'm from the big stuff And you're you're not Yeah But like Why bring attention to that Exactly yeah mm-hmm. We actually oh. forgot in the Dynamite Because there wasn't much to say about it The Edge match And Luchasaurus uh, It was alright It was alright And nothing else Well he got a I great mean, reaction though That's the thing about Edge Is that, like he, it but, got but a... when, you,
2: when you have a match And the best thing about the match Is Christian sitting on the ramp
0: Reacting to it that was funny. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but yeah, anyway, uh, this match... this match, And by, by the way, we did get JR saying Edge during this match, even though he wasn't even in the match. Uh, so that, that was good. That was good. Uh, so uh, Ricky Starks got involved uh, at the end there to cost Brian. Uh, so um, yeah, the Christian Christian train can't stop now. And I guess we're going to get more from Ricky and, and, and Brian. Um, although... Brian's already beaten him twice, so... Yeah. I kind of feel like them winning the tag titles. I was hoping that that would move on to a different direction. because. But anyway, we'll see.
2: I mean, maybe they go Ricky Edge uh, before they go to Christian Edge. Ed, we keep saying Edge, Adam Copeland.
0: Yeah, um, we, can't,
2: we can't blame JR when you and I keep doing it. Yeah. But then, I mean, at the same time, Ricky's now, obviously, as you said, on the collision course with Danielson. Potentially a tag team match. Who, who would Danielson partner with?
0: BCC. He's got, he's got his lads. Yes. Yeah, Although they're, they're kind of... the they seem to be loosening that affiliation they, they're not do you know what I mean they, Danielson hasn't had them with him a lot
1: mm.
0: I have no problem with that not mm. because the BCC is
2: not good or get rid of it but I I always like the, the New Japan way of like a faction doesn't always need to be attached at the hip
0: True. you can have an
2: affiliation mm. and just have your own thing going on mm. you know
0: um, that was collision. It was good. Uh, well, it was too, uh, a good match too, and a good movie. Uh, some much. some filler in there, but we'll leave that. Uh, movie goof. We will talk about the movies now, the films. And since we we did allude to it earlier, Joe, did you enjoy uh, the the Eras tour? um I
1: did actually. um I, I can't com- confess to being you know a huge Taylor Swift fan or anything. I did really enjoy 1989 when that came no. out. I thought it was a really good album rest of it you know she has a few few bangers but um, i'm not 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 a particularly big fan but you know michelle wanted to see it. we did try to get tickets for the concert but god you know it's like, insane r- yeah i didn't even i didn't even get into like the, the waiting room to buy the tickets like you didn't yeah. even get that email let alone you know not get the tickets the actual tickets yeah. um so it was crazy but I, i've never seen like a concert film before especially not on the big screen so it was kind of an interesting experience. Firstly, I'd say it was fucking loud. Um, we were sitting there watching the adverts, and they were really loud. And I turned to show. shows like, it's just me and these adverts really loud?" And she was like, "Yeah, it was a concert film. They can, they pump up the volume for it." Volume, yeah. So I immediately got my headphones out and put those in because I I don't think I could have lasted the whole thing without without mm. some kind of earplugs in. Anyway, I'm old. Um, but then, yeah, the, the the concert started, and I have to say, it was absolutely fantastic like the 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 film itself was really well done mm. um and the the actual concert was insane like the production levels mm. um made wrestlemania look like a piece of shit it was like <laughs>
0: yeah it, the only thing
1: i can compare it to is like an olympic opening ceremony Yeah, in terms it of incredible. like the the costume the sets the um the lighting the stage and everything it was amazing Um, she kind of breaks it so it's called the eras tour because she kind of splits it up into different albums Albums. Mm. yeah it was typically artists will do their latest album and then the hits you know after that Um, where she kind of went through like every single album she's done and did three or four of the the biggest songs from it Uh, so the the way she did it was was absolutely fantastic and the way they kind of themed each section was really really good Um, I really enjoyed the whole thing I thought it was it was fantastic um it, it did go on it was two hours 45 minutes i could have done with maybe two hours 20 to be honest mm. um did get a little bit burnt out for the last uh, the last section which is the the current album mm. um midnights uh, but the rest was great i yeah and there's a lot of lot of great songs in there so I, I really enjoyed it i was surprised how much i enjoyed it um if you don't like Taylor Swift, you won't enjoy it. You probably won't, yeah. But yeah. if you're kind of, eh, she's okay, you know, you like some of her songs, then, you know, it's definitely worth a watch. Seeing it on the big screen, I'd be happy to go and see other concerts on the big screen like that after seeing it. But I think it would need to be something with that kind of production level, like in, a, in that kind of stadium. It was in it was in SoFi Stadium, uh, which is in LA. We just had WrestleManias and other big events. Hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was really good. It was really, really good um what yeah I
0: mean, have any of you seen that um on the subject of concert films that stop making sense that's coming back out this year i've not seen it but i believe <laughs> it's very good i've heard it's great yeah it looks from the trailers it looks really good but i i'm not a talking guys, sweet so sweet so it's very well regarded yeah, yeah. Um, anything else joe for you in the, in the uh, old films
1: yeah slightly smaller end of things uh so on tuesday we went to the old cinema and saw uh, bally walter which mm. is uh, Patrick Kennedy, right? a yeah, new, new film with new film um, set in Northern <laughs> Ireland in Ballywalter, surprisingly um, with, I can't remember the name of the, the lead actress, but it's, it's this kind of young woman's in a sort of twenties, late twenties. She's kind of done, you know, been to university, got moved back home and things just aren't sort of working out. She's driving a cab as a favor to a friend. She's kind of working in a coffee shop she's just not got really going anywhere, kind of drifting. Um, and she takes on as a, as a regular passenger, um, this character played by Patrick Kilty, the best known as a stand up comedian, really. But you know, doesn't he host the late, the late, late show? show? He's going yeah. that. Um, so he's kind of doing a serious, funny, but kind of slightly more dramatic role. Um, as her passenger, who's being taken to these comedy classes every week in Belfast. Hmm. And, And yeah, they kind of form this relationship, uh, kind of gradually as as the weeks go by. And it was it was a charming film. I I really liked the main the two main characters, and both both actors were really really good. Um, I wasn't too harsh on it, but there were times where it did feel a little bit student filmy, just Mm. in terms of some of the themes and the scenes. Uh, I won't go into spoilers, but uh, there's a scene involving a fox, which I was just like total student film <laughs> so that some of some of that i i didn't enjoy too much so i, I i'd be a little bit not quite thumbs in the middle i think still thumbs up slightly but it was probably the strength of the the two main characters and their kind of charm and the relationship between them that kind of held it up um the other stuff it's it was a little bit cliche but okay. um, yeah. yeah i want to check out maybe if at the cinema possibly but certainly on on demand when it comes out so yeah
0: guilty time that well film coming out while he's while he's presenting the biggest show in the nation I don't think he's mentioned it but I haven't watched so I don't know Uh, I watched some films this week much better week this week um, uh, than last week when I watched a load of shit Um, I watched I'll start with the shit this time actually I I watched the 2003 remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre which is um, directed by a guy who did the Conan the Barbarian reboot and who did the Friday the Thirteenth reboot a couple of years after this? In fact, so the, he's he's Hollywood's reboot man. Get the reboot man in here. We gotta fucking make <laughs> Iron Man again. Um, and this one was, of course, infamously produced by Michael Bay. Although it doesn't you not that you'd know that from watching it. Uh, Jessica Biel. Uh, And a cast of I think relative unknowns. Beyond that, it's like just like a kind of okay-ish, maybe a little bit subpar slasher movie that happens to be in the Texas Chainsaw motif. It's not offensively bad. Like I really just I dislike most of the remakes of this era: the Friday the Thirteenth, the Halloween that I talked about last week. Shit, you know. Mm. Um, this one is kind of somewhat competently made, but it doesn't have any of the soul or the grit of the original. They completely they throw out the the family of the original, and I think that's something I don't even I don't actively dislike that they 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 they, they make their own thing for this film, and they also throw out the cannibalism aspect. They throw out, they throw out all, a lot of the interesting stuff and the the the, the textual depth of the film. But, just the chainsaw. Um, and it's pretty much Texas. just it's in Texas and there's a big guy with a chainsaw. Um, but you know they make this new family of other characters that are their own thing at least, so it's not just a pale imitation of that. And most notably, they've got like the the crazy evil sheriff played by Arlie Eremy from you know Full Metal Jacket. He's great. He's he's being a real bastard in this. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's totally skippable. Totally skippable. It's not so bad. It's good. It's just like slightly under par. So I wouldn't even not not even out of curiosity would I really recommend it. It's it's pretty beige. Um. Much better than that, though, I did rewatch The Thing, which now there is a film, boys. Gets better every time you watch it. And I'm actually this week on stream. I'm starting The Thing PS2 game, uh, which despite sounding like a bizarre concept, was apparently quite well reviewed. I've never I have never played it. I don't know anything about it, but um, I will report back on that next week. And uh, a first time watch for me this year, I watched Army of Darkness, which is technically the third Evil Dead film. But that original Evil Dead trilogy, it's so weird because there's Evil Dead, which Sam Raimi made for about twenty quid, um, yeah. and it kind of looks like it in a lot of ways. I don't love the original Evil Dead. It's 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 cool for what it is as 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 a, a kind of innovative, um, hyper kind of we're gonna fucking make this movie no matter what kind. It's, it feels like one of those films, but it was you can tell it's limited because Evil Dead Two is it's actually not really a sequel. It's literally just they remade that first film again but with a substantially bigger budget after the success of the first one like they like there is no acknowledgement of the first film in that second film it's just bruce campbell and a female lead pull up to a cabin say ah here we are we're gonna have a nice weekend away and then the evil dead happens so so it's one movie and then one reboot and then one direct sequel army of darkness but army of darkness it's kind of fitting that they dropped the Evil Dead name because it could absolutely be its own standalone film. It is a sequel. They do acknowledge that it, they, they do acknowledge the events of Evil Dead 2, but it, it could be its own thing. And it's still got horror elements, but it's very much a kind of high fantasy action adventure, extremely 80s slash early 90s. And I said this in my Letterboxd review. I was like... They could like trim a teeny handful of frames out of this film, and they probably could have pushed it out as some kind of family epic of the time, because it's not even that much more violent than than a lot of you know, you know, like Indiana Jones, the famous example. Was, you know, family movies back then, they had a little bit more edge to them. You had a little bit of face melting, you had a little bit of uh, people getting shot a bits and um, uh, Army of Darkness is is it's ext- It's even wackier than Evil Dead Two. There's full on. Three Stooges bits in in the film where where one of the things that the the Book of the Dead spawns to send after Bruce Campbell's character is like skeletons, and so he's being held down to the ground by these hands coming out of the grave. The classic cliche of the hands coming out of the grave, and one of the hands goes to uh, poke him in the eyes, but he blocks it with his hand, and it slaps him across the face. And it's like I was like they, there are multiple extended sequences in this film that are straight up Three Stooges looney tunes tom and jerry it is so completely ridiculous but it's great i mean army of darkness is great and it's one of those ones i could say if you've as I said, it's not very horror-y. It kind of has horror aesthetics, but it's not really scary. So if you don't really care about horror, you could watch this. If you haven't seen any of the other films, you could also watch this because they they do they essentially do a little video package at the beginning of this film explaining what happened in the second one to set up this one. And it's not that scary. It's not that gory. It really is a bit of a swashbuckling, like you know, uh, rip roaring good time. And the uh, the effects are significantly improved from from two to three. Uh, Obviously, the practical effects in the first two films are very celebrated and and fantastic. But some of the green screen stuff, especially in the second one, doesn't doesn't look good as much as I love the second one. Third one. I mean, it's it's genuinely quite really good. Uh, The entire third act, they're going to war with a, a stop motion skeleton army. Literally everything a skeleton does in this film is fucking hilarious because it's like stop motion. And some of it's really good and some of it's kind of like shit but i feel like i feel like they're doing it intentionally like there's fight scenes where it feels like there are just people it's not even stop motion because it feels like there are just people throwing skeleton dummies from off screen at bruce campbell and they're not even trying to make it look like it's a moving living creature jumping at him doing a superman punch it's just a mannequin it's just a mannequin being thrown at him and it's so farcical i i thought it was great i thought it was absolutely great so i'd say aria darkness would be would be um a great watch, even if you've no interest in Evil Dead and you're not especially into your scary films, I think it's a great rip roaring time. So, um, uh, thumbs up on that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, yeah, Evil Dead then. And I kind of kind of sitting back and I was thinking about it as a franchise. I was like, it's, I, there are no, there are no bad films to, to my knowledge in the, in that franchise. First one, flawed but super plucky second one a classic third one i would say also a classic the reboot i really liked and this year's film i also really liked so i, I i'm i'm it's like the inverse halloween i would say where there's like no bad ones um halloween coming to your television screens soon whether did you see that uh, there so was, was a something? yeah uh, there was a bidding war for the rights for a television thing a24 apparently were in the were in the mix and was rumored to get it uh, but they got they got beaten at the at the poll by Miramax who obviously already distribute the films so yeah so look forward I mean that you just know that's gonna be great you just know that's gonna be just fantastic um yeah those are my uh, my films for the week what about what about you
2: Paul yeah I mean I'm thinking one of these Halloweens I'll probably just have to watch Evil Dead at some point <laughs> yeah um because Army of Darkness, you know, I'm a long time Three Stooges, six out of ten giver. So <laughs> I shall probably
0: enjoy watching Army of Darkness. I think you'd love Army of Darkness at least. I think you'd probably like all of them, but I'd say at least you'd yeah. like it. I mean, Evil Dead 2 is, is the only one of them that's really, really super like this is a horror movie with very, very limited comedic elements is the first one. Yeah. Second one is a complete farce as well. I mean, it's still technically a Harvin, but it's so ridiculously over the top. Uh, I think you would love Army of Darkness. I'd be certain of that. But yeah.
2: Okay. Well, I watched two bangers this Ooh. week. <laughs> um. First one is Rear Window, the 1954 Alfred Hitchcock uh, voyeur crime thriller murder mystery question mark
0: hmm. uh,
2: most famously parodied by Simpsons episode Bart of Darkness yes mm. a great episode um, so I do have some criticisms or some nitpicks to make of the film
0: mystery talk, uh, okay.
2: first of all uh, old Jimmy Stewart is a little old for and I think this might just be a, a trope of the time Hmm. but like there's one line in the movie where he's he, you know he's broken his leg uh, same as Bart did in the episode and he's he's got like a carer who comes to see him and he's talking about his relationship with uh, the character played by Grace Kelly that he doesn't really want to marry her and blah, blah, blah. and she the, the carer's like well you know she's a, a, an intelligent young woman and you, you know you're a young man and you're not too bad looking Jimmy Stewart is 21 years older than Grace Kelly All or right. was they're obviously both passed away since but it's like they talk about them as if they're the same age Mm, yeah Uh, you know Jimmy Stewart was well into like his his 40s at this stage Grace Kelly was in her 20s obviously Um, the other thing as well is the start like I would say the first 30 minutes are very slow Uh, it's really just taking its time getting you acclimatized to Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly and kind of the characters, but, but not really getting the ball rolling on the story. You know, it's really just, the first 30 minutes is they're just chatting. Jimmy Stewart's not sure about who he's going to marry her. And, you know, his camera got broken. Oh, I'm going to get you a new camera. that. And you're like, okay. Obviously, through osmosis, we know what Rear Window is. It's like, all right, let's get to the bit where it seems like there's a murder. <laughs> let's, let's get to that already. And for a movie that's only like... May, not even an hour 45 long. The fact that the first half hour, very little happens at all. Mm. Feels like, okay, maybe we could have trimmed a little bit or, had, you know, had something else happen. I will say those two things aside, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Okay. Um, you'd be surprised here. hear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, even having, you know, knowing Bard of Darkness back to front, I still found that the film surprised me, and especially the last 10 minutes. I haven't had like a breath held in Mm. uh, since like the end of Blair Witch, maybe
0: like Mm -hmm. those
2: last 10 minutes are really like, (sighs) really on the edge of your seat stuff. Uh, Performances are all great. I love the setting, this kind of one little um, square of apartment blocks just off a main road. And the entire film is basically shot from either within Jimmy Stewart's apartment or looking directly out from his window. So you're very much immersed into, you know, Jimmy Stewart is almost the avatar for you to see the film from his point of view. And uh, yeah, the way the film progresses, all the little clues get dropped. And I actually think knowing Bard of Darkness so well actually enhanced my experience because I didn't know how closely it mm. directly followed the episode. Like what bits of the real film are being like parodied that. and what parts of the episode are actually... Did you like the scene where you... the
0: sinister looking kid came to kill him?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was actually going, oh my God, is, is, how's this? Like, I didn't know what the ending of the film was going to be. You assume you do because you know the episode, but that's part of the fun is you go, is the ending of Part of Darkness a parody of the ending of the film? or is it a clever twist on the end of the film yeah. or does the film have a different twist or anyway it's bloody great stuff. It um, is really, it really is really...
0: remarkable if you if you if you want to go on like youtube I mean, there's a million people who've done this at this stage and there's like side by side comparisons of the simpsons oh, yeah. episode and the source material and like they're recreating shots they're recreating... and it's like I'm going to sound like such a fucking old man but they were doing this before the the mobile telephone Right, they were you know sitting in that writer's room, and you can't just whop out your phone and pull up rear window on fucking Amazon or whatever the fuck and say, mm. oh, that's how it went. Yeah, that's okay. So we're, when we're st- storyboarding it, we'll, we'll do this or or. And I think of all their weird esoteric like fifties references for like various television sizes. Like they were all. I like, am sure there was a trip to the library or two during the, the the peak writing years of those of those shows when they were when they were doing fifty rewrites of a show. But just thinking back, it was like where they weren't pulling up the source material on their phones the level of recreation in those episodes is insane it's insane when you watch them side by side but anyway that's 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 not we're not talking about the simpsons for a change we're not talking about the simpsons
2: no but the film is uh you know i've seen a few hitchcocks now i'd say it's probably one of my favorite ones i would Mm. say but not as good as psycho i think psycho is still for me top of the mountain i would say it's probably closer to a a Vertigo, or North by Northwest, or Strangers on a Train, but uh, very good. Better, better even than I thought going in because I did figure, knowing of Darkness so well, it was going to be somewhat lessened the experience. Like, oh, that doesn't surprise me because I know mm-hmm. the episode. But I thought it was, I thought it was bloody great. Um, and then the other movie I watched is one you might not have heard of. It's a 1997 Japanese. Uh, crime thriller horror called okay. I have not heard of this Um, came out very close to the ring I don't know which came first but they almost feel like the ring was 99 two, wasn't it well this isn't yeah so this is 97 so this I don't want to say this influenced the ring because okay I don't know when the production started on that but they they feel like two sides of the same Coin in a sense. Very very close. Um, also little bits of like seven okay. um, mer- uh, memories of murder, the Bong Jun Ho film as well. Bong Jun Ho has outwardly said that he was very, very influenced right. by, by Cure specifically. Mm. Um, so to give you the cliff notes of the, the, the plot, there is a uh a spate of murders in uh in Japan where the victim is is killed and then has an uh, x carved into their throat oh. mm. uh, and the killer who does it knows they did it, but can't explain why
0: mm. oh. and so you have a spate
2: of what what appeared to be copycat killers, but none of them know why they did it. They just oh I just felt like it, and they can't explain it. so there's an element of hmm, what's happening here is it a is there a possession? is there a it, like what's the thread that's connecting these murders mm. and you have like in Seven or like in you know movies of that ilk you have a team of detectives who are going from crime to crime trying to figure it out before the next person gets killed um, similarly while that's happening a man appears on the other side of town with seemingly no memory of who he is or what he's doing there this seems like a lot but in an interesting yeah. way <laughs> what yes so I'll leave it at that I thought it was extremely good uh well worth a watch especially if you like you know i I find that every crime thriller from japan or south korea that i've seen has always been a knockout so i don't know if they Mm. just do those genres really well if that's kind of intrinsic in their culture but this was another one that i thought was extremely good uh so cure is the name of the movie uh, check it out. I don't know where you would even see it. <laughs> I don't know where it is available. But if you come across it, <laughs> uh, I highly recommend it.
0: Nice. All righty. <clears throat> uh, we will. It's uh, a good spread of films there. Uh, we'll jump in to Chelly there. Uh, Joe, have you seen the new Fraser? Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Okay. I won't. I won't spoil anything Ben. <laughs> I will say. I actually thought it was pretty all right the first two episodes. So okay. they're doing, they dropped two episodes this week, and then it's going to be a weekly episode um, okay. on Paramount Plus for however many weeks it runs. I think it's, air, I think it is airing on television over. Oh no, it's not mm. actually. They, no, I think the first weird. two in the states, they they did a, an airing on CBS, but it's it's direct Paramount after that. It's, it's, it's good. I would go so far as to say it's good without saying it's amazing or very good or anything at all like that. Um, you know, I. I, people have kind of said, look, how can you do a fucking studio sitcom with a laugh track these days? It's, it's Frasier. I don't know if I necessarily want them to reinvent the wheel and, mm. and make it into something it wasn't. At the end of the day, this is a character that starts back in Cheers. Yeah. Why change it now? And I found the writing to be decently sharp and the new characters to be okay. And, and they set out some fairly obvious, but nonetheless, kind of some arcs for these characters to go on. And I, I thought there was just enough laughs in the first two episodes for me to go, OK, you know, not bad. Um, and I mean, grammar then obviously elevates it because he, he can still be Frasier. And we know Frasier is great. And we know that performance is great. Um, I, I will say that that um, there is one new character that I'm really not sold on. And I hope they don't go over the top with it for the remainder of the season. And you'll know straight away which one. It, I feel like I'll just say it because you'll know you'll, you will know the sure. instant the show begins. They, so they, so obviously nobody's returning for this mm. show. None of none of the principal cast. I think um, Lilith and Roz have cameos at some point this season. They didn't say when. Uh, but what they've done is they've got a sort of Niles surrogate character. Okay, Niles' son, right? So Niles' right. son is now college aged, and and so they they say that he has kind of the qualities of Niles and Daphne, but basically he's just a neurotic Niles character. But with the sitcom schlock turned way up, and minus the phenomenal performance of David Hyde Pierce and Mm. like the the opening scene of the opening episode didn't get off to a great start because I was like oh this is uh, this is going to be annoying this is going to be annoying thankfully he's not as central a character as as you would initially expect so it's not that big a deal but I'm curious to see what you make of it because I I think it's, it's the reviews dropped for the first half of the season which I guess is what journalists got to see and they were mostly positive I thought the first two were okay um, so I'm curious next week to to, to get you yeah. way in. We'll have three episodes next week. Um, I did, and Nicholas Lindhurst is 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 very good in it as well. Good old good old jolly old Saint Nick. Um, I did after praising it there for the last few weeks. I did finish Always Sunny um, uh, season sixteen, just eight episodes, which is kind of kind of mad for a sitcom in this day and age. But I mean, it was a tight, hilarious eight episode run. The sunny boys are back. I, I thought I thought this show was was absolutely fantastic. I, I talked already about how I didn't like last season. This season, basically, no misses in the whole season, and the peaks were some of the best episodes I think they've ever done. So, so thumbs up on that. Um, if if they also they also seem to be going away for like two years at a time, which fifteen years into a show, if that's what they want to do to keep it good, I think that's fair enough. Short seasons, a couple of years apart. Thumbs up on that. Uh, so, thumbs up on on always sunny. It is kind of a bummer when a show bounces back like that and it's only mm-hmm. eight episodes and it's like they used to have 20 or whatever the fuck, but you live with that. And also, yeah, in preparation for the new episode tonight, I'm nearly finished with the Rick and Morty rewatch. Um, I will say I seem to remember being higher on them at the time. I think, Paul, you were you were not as high as I was on season four and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a rewatch, yeah, I have not. I, season four was a bit like one of those on the line Simpsons seasons, like eight. You know what I mean? Where it's kind of, like, okay, a couple of whiffs in here. A couple of not funny episodes in here. The the dragon episode I don't like. The um uh the planet episode where Rick has loads of kids with 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 Gaia. I uh, didn't like that at all. Found all the God stuff so masturbatory. That's like my least favorite thing about the show. Uh didn't like that, but still lots of other funny episodes in that season. So that's a that's a that's a slightly dipping simpsons season i found it to be and we're nearly finished season five and i have found it to actually be mostly bad i have not enjoyed season five really at all let me uh, i'm gonna pull up my old uh serialized here the 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 faux letterboxed equivalent for tv first episode of, of season five is with um mr was it mr nimbus yeah, is that, is that the character, which I found that to be very grating, I, I, one of the, one of those typical like annoying Rick and Morty characters that they they centre the whole episode around. Um, uh, but the um, the the time distortion stuff with the other realm is really good. That's like classic Rick and Morty stuff, so I, I enjoyed that. Uh, and then likewise, a very typical Rick and Morty. The uh, second episode is the decoy episode, which I thought was quite good. One of those kind of Russian doll style. They keep going out and out and out. And you never, you never quite know how it's going to go. Then I know one one episode we talked about a lot, the Alison Brie Planetina episode, like like an interesting character thing from Morty, but not very funny. You know, um, uh, what's I can I watch. I've just watched these this week. I've already forgotten um, uh, what this episode is about. Um, Rick dependence spray. What the fuck is that episode about? I'm going to pull up my own review here and see if I can remember. Um, oh, the big sperms, the big, the big evil sperm monster. That episode is terrible. Um, um The episode with the Hel- the Hellraiser monsters where they like pain. I think the car subplot with that is shit. I think it's it's like it's like they they take the the previous episode where the car is a character, which I actually really like the Teenieverse episode. And they'd like triple down on the car as a sentient being. I'm like, it's not funny, and, and and all that stuff. And then I we just got finished watching the um the the Mech episode, like the anime parody, the weird episode that's parodying animes, but also like Goodfellas and Scarface. Um, I just got done watching that one before I came to this. That is the that is the worst show episode they've ever produced. That, that that there is not a laugh to be had in that episode, I found. Um uh so I I found that to be really painful. and I, I skipped to the turkey episode, which I also found to be be amusing for about five minutes. And 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 it goes for the whole. So yeah, I'm looking at the the, the last three episodes I have here of the season. I don't again, I don't remember any of them. They have they have somewhat higher ratings on this site than than the first half, but yeah, season five, their worst season by a, a country mile so far. Um I have zero recollection of six, so hopefully they bounce back and then obviously seven starts tonight. But um You're gonna be watching from the from the jump on the new season? Yeah. Uh early reviews seem okay. Uh, you know, but we'll see. Uh that is my telly. What other telly's been watched this week, Boyles? Just more scrubs. I'm uh, nearly caught up
2: to where they've reached in the oh the podcast pod- podcast. Yeah, I've got like five more episodes to watch, and then what I what I usually do is let them build up again, and then binge it hmm. to an extent. Um, so that'll let me finish off Nathan for you. Finally, I've got like three episodes after that. Get back to Mad Men. Um, like I since since I started watching Mad Men and Nathan for you. I started watching Scrubs, and that's kind of eaten up all my TV time. I've watched like a season and a half of Scrubs in the last, mm-hmm. I don't know, two weeks. So uh, it would be nice to get back. I will say Scrubs Season 8 is definitely the jumping off point. Oh, uh, wow. When they moved from NBC to ABC,
0: it's not as good. So, they, I, think, I don't even remember them moving. Yes, they... What is the how, how long does the original run before that reboot last? Is that 19? Eight, se- eight, eight seasons, and the ninth oh. season is the reboot. But the first seven seasons
2: were on NBC, and then they moved to ABC, and there were a lot of restrictions. Like, you can't show the Todd in his little Speedos oh, anymore. Speed- oh, yeah. yeah. And the, the, uh, they did cost-cutting to the point where it's like each primary cast member had to miss two episodes or three episodes. Oh, bizarre, so, wow. Yeah, so you'll have a week where, like, Dr. Cox just isn't in the episode at all. Or Elliot's not in the episode. And, and it's very noticeable, you know? It's very weird to go, oh, one of the main casts is just not in it this week. It's kind of a shame that show went out on a
0: whimper, isn't it? I mean, it's... it's. it's
2: I wouldn't even say a whimper. It, it's, it has its moments, but, like, the first seven seasons are, I would say, equally strong. Eighth season is, for me, the... So far, I'm I'm on episode six. I think is noticeably not as good. It's also this the the year they moved to high definition. Mm. So it also looks weird.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: Um. Do you watch uh, season nine with the? Uh, they w- haven't they haven't done it yet. That's the point. Like they they've oh. only done the, they've only done the podcast up to season eight episode ten. Oh, you haven't gone up to and then there, there was the writer strike. So they actually haven't recorded past season 8 episode 10. So do you think they I'm will because
0: like, it's like it's a different They, will. They, they will. they will. Oh, okay. okay.
2: Yeah. Um because Donald Faison was still in every episode of that yes. season. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think I think he and John C McGinley, Dr. Cox, were the only two cast members who stayed on throughout that those, uh, that full season and everyone else made like cameo appearances here and there.
0: Like yeah. Fraser. <laughs> yeah, very odd, very odd. Um thing did you see um john c mcginley has joined the the ranks of the celebrities bringing characters back for ads Uh, i have already forgotten what he was advertising i want to say i don't even want to guess because i I, completely went over my head it's one of those things uh, uh, i've just seen scrolling you can probably google it but i don't think that's with the blessing of it's not. I don't think they say I'm Dr. Cox but he's a fast-talking patronizing doctor in a lab coat with a stethoscope over his neck saying and, 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 and you've got this, uh, this problem and what you need is product I've forgotten what it is but he's doing okay, that and is, now. Need, um, which is it's not it's not sacrilege because it's fucking Dr. Cox and all this stuff. it's not as bad as um, no, he's, <laughs> he, he's
2: earned <laughs> it he's, allowed he's it. earned
0: it it's not, I did see Scorsese going don't do that Bob about De Niro being <laughs> Travis Bickle in a Super Bowl and he's like, he's like don't do that Made. that's not don't i I'd, I'd rather you didn't actually do that I mean it's done like it's already made but um <laughs> he well, unsurprisingly he was like that bobble, what's going on man? you you are not broke oh and that's like that's like an ad for uber as well which I mean, I'm like this is not a this is not a taxi service character oh. I would advertise but uh yeah so I'm gonna google this now while I'm uh, I'm not gonna I'm
2: looking at the ad now
0: remind me what the product is it's for
2: uh, a travel eSIM and Oh what? Oh, decent.
0: Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, okay, that's not that's not the worst shite you could be hawking. I like how I like how that has nothing to do with medicine, and they were just like, we we got to get in on this trend of people like dressing up like the characters they used to play, but yeah. without getting the license. Uh John C. McGinley is available. Uh mate, we sell SIM cards. Who gives a fuck? Just get him in here. Just get him in here. Give him the fucking tablet and and. And, 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 and look, the script says I'm prescribing you a, a fucking a SIM card. All right. <laughs> there we go. Uh, any other telly boys?
1: Uh, I've been watching, Michelle and I have been watching over the last several weeks. Uh, good night, sweetheart. Which is a '90s British sitcom that stars Nicholas Lyndhurst from Only Fools and Horses and The New Fraser as a time-traveling bigamist who finds that he can goes back he can go back to the Second World War uh, through a time portal and meets a woman there who he gets married to eventually. Such so a good premise! It's a, a very interesting premise. Now, I'm a sucker. First of all, you know I love 90s sitcoms. I love that old school kind of the de- laugh. Yeah, the audience, the, the staging, everything. I love time travel as well. I'm a big sucker for time travel. You know, I love Back to the Future. Any shit with time travel involved, I'm there. So this is a perfect sitcom for me. It, watching it back, a lot of it is pretty naff. It's pretty, right. it's bad 90s sitcom jokes and cheesy bits, but I just have such fond memories of it. And there's enough that's kind of interesting about it. And Nicholas Hunter is very kind of charming in the role. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't think Michelle thought that though. She couldn't really get past the f- him being a bigger Mister <laughs> being married to a woman in the 90s and a woman in the 40s thing. Um, but I quite enjoyed it. And um yeah, there's not. I mean, it's a British sitcom, so there's only 40 episodes. Yeah, the, the whole nothing. thing. So we watched it in a, in a matter of weeks. Um, yeah, and then we watched – they did do a 26 – the original one ended in uh, 1999 um, and was then revived in 2016 for a one-off kind of episode. Really? I didn't know Yeah. That. Didn't know that. Um, where he uh, – spoiler, he gets trapped in the past in the original series and can't come back. In this one, he can finally come back. And then – I think they do it very well because he's been trapped in the 50s and the 60s for like 16 years, and then he comes into the present day and he is now out of time in the future, rather than in the past. Right. So it kind of reverses the original premise. And They do get some good kind of laughs out of him, you know, discovering the internet, mo- mm. mobile phones, and the internet, and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, very good. So I enjoyed. He, go, he, go, he it
0: goes there. to he goes to a New Japan show, and they call they call it Goodnight Switchblade. Oh Folks. yeah!
1: Oh yeah! Here we go. All right. That's a, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, nice. Yes, yeah, so watching, watching that now. Now we're into Gilmore Girls season, so there's not of much else getting watched apart from that. To be honest, so,
0: we are. there we go. Very uh, good. Alrighty, uh, we can segue there into the games. Not really much to report on my end for the games. I finished Silent Hill Two and Mario Galaxy this week, um, and so my my scorching hot take is that they are very good have you heard of these games everyone these these fucking games have, have you ever read any top 50 games list ever in your life you've probably read these names uh, mario galaxy i mean i mean yeah as i've been saying on the uh, on the show over the course of of my playthrough i mean it's 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 ridiculous like it's just it's just they 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 ma- they'd already mastered the 3d platformer and so they make mm. this game that pushes the boundaries of that with funky gravity and upside down inside out you're changing directions your controls are all over the shop you you, you were playing it with motion controls back at the 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 genesis of that i mean it's ridiculous to think about and they still made a, a wonderful fun intuitive platformer up there i i haven't sat down and thought to myself how would i really rank this against the other mario games um uh well, I suppose the real battle for me is it versus the Odyssey because I don't... I Sunshine has its moments. I don't think Sunshine is terrible. I think people are mm. too harsh on it, but it's obviously very flawed and it does not mm. compare. And 64, I'm also firmly in the camp. that Legendary, influential, but I, I, I don't like playing 64 these days. I just don't think yeah. it, it, it holds up very well. So I'm actually replaying Odyssey just, just for funsies at the moment. And so I'm kind of like playing it and I'm going... It's very hard. It's very hard because the cool thing about these games is, even though they're both three D Mario's, they're totally doing their own thing. But um, yeah, Mario Galaxy is uh, is fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, and so- and Silent Hill Two. I mean, I mean, uh, I would instantly put it near the top of my own personal list. It's got to be one of the best games I've ever played. I mean, it is absolutely phenomenal. It's uh, it, what, like what are the things that games struggle with in terms of aging? You know what I mean visuals audio fidelity and storytelling storytelling especially that's the one thing everyone goes on about how far along stories have come in games because now we're living in the age mm. of last of us and uncharted and fucking bioshock or whatever the fuck like all these all these examples and it's like silent hill 2 is is easily up there with the best ever 20 years later and all the advancements we've had in uh, in storytelling games it's it's Creepy. It's atmospheric. It's it's ponderous. It's weird. It's it's open in t- to interpretation. It's fucking extremely heavy. Like, and not just heavy in a in a you know we live in an apocalypse and and everything's miserable and shit and everyone's a murderer or a zombie. Mm. Not in that kind of way. It's more substantially heavy like it's really it's 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 touching on a lot of taboo and and and, and kind of awkward uh, subjects in, in a really delicate way it's phenomenal it is absolutely phenomenal i mean it's one of those games that that it's super tough for a game to to have that level of hype and you come to it 20 years after it came out because this is just a medium that ages very fast it just does um and silent hill 2 absolutely uh, holds up so yeah two thumbs up for two games you already knew were very very good. Um Paul, how is your Super Mario Galaxy journey going? Two thumbs up as well. Um, oh yeah, you're not going to you're not going to be the voice of dissent here.
2: <laughs> no, and I'm I'm reaching the point in Mario Galaxy 2 where I'm starting to notice what the differences from the first game. I still think it is very much of a of an expansion pass. It's like you liked Mario Galaxy and you just want a whole other version of that. Here's some more. You know, what I kind of wish they did with Odyssey, you know, here's three more worlds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mario Galaxy 2 is very much, here's 40 more worlds. Um, Now I will say I've noticed that uh, each world has, you know, its its initial star and you get to know the world and you have a little challenge. Da, 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 da. And then it will have like uh, the comet stars, same as the first game, mm, or, or right, the second, yeah. third stars on the level. That's where the difficulty spike is. So it's like, if you want to just beat the game on, they don't necessarily have easy mode, but you know if you want to just do the the kind of enough to beat the game, the stars, you're not going to have too much uh, difficulty with it. But if you want to get the 120 or whatever, uh, that's where they'll throw some real speed balls your way. There was okay. one that I was playing today. Uh, and one thing that Mario Galaxy does, I don't think it's in the first one, but it uses the Wiimote audio a lot. Oh really? For like t- for timing. Oh. So there's one level. You know the in Mario Galaxy One. I guess the equivalent is where you have the the floor switch where if you jump and spin, it'll like move like red and blue. One is on, mm-hmm. one is off, and so on. They have a level where it's it, you. You basically have a metronome coming out of the Wii mode, and it'll go like One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. and on the four. The blocks are changing, okay. So it's, it's almost like Mario Galaxy, uh, Tomb of the Necrodancer in a way, because you're you're going to the beat, and then I got the Cosmic uh, or the Cosmo, whatever it's called, the fucking uh, comet, the comet. Yeah, special, yeah. and it's like it's, it's the same level, but uh, it goes four times as quick. <laughs> so Lovely.
0: it's and you're like
2: ah, because you're trying to go down a, a, a platform of like interlocking greens and yellows, and yeah. and you you're trying to time your run or to jump onto the thing, and inevitably you're missing it, you're falling off level, instant death. Yeah, like I love that kind of challenge. It, it's it's like you know you're because deter- the the that level is like one of the collect the five silver stars. You know that give you then the big one. So it's like you get to like the third one and you're right on edge. Oh, I'm going to fall off before I get the fourth one. and Very, very fun. But yeah, it's definitely a little bit more difficult. Not that Mar- the first Mario Galaxy didn't have its tricky levels, because of course it did. But like, I'm not at the end of the game yet. And I'm already coming against these levels. Whereas Mario Galaxy 1, it was kind of like the first hundred stars are fairly OK. And then if you, own- if you want to get to 120, the last 20 are going to be the tough ones. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, here I, I'm on seventy one and I'm already <laughs> having some real, real tough ones. Um
0: You gotta engage your Mario Galaxy brain. Mm, you absolutely do. Um, um, Mario Galaxy but, was the originator of that meme. It's <laughs> Mario Galaxy brain. <laughs> the Miyamoto <laughs> and the lads were just designing it and they're just they're they like, What if the Metronome went five times as fast?
2: Yeah, so it, it does feel like okay, Galaxy One, they as you said, nailed the mechanics and so on. And so Mario Galaxy 2 was a little bit like, okay, that's in concrete, let's get creative with the level design and uh how we're gonna challenge you aside from you fall off the level and into a black hole. You know, so okay, let's do stuff with like timing. As I said, the the, the audio for the Metro is coming out of the Wii mode, not the speakers. Mm. So you're you know cool stuff like that. Um less so like, there's not so much in, in this game you go to a, a spherical planet. You know, it, it's much more like in the latter levels of Galaxy 1, where it's sequential areas that you visit um, and some really, really tough stuff. <laughs> but, and also Yoshi's in it. He's not in the first one. And that's why the first one's good. So there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of really fun Yoshi mechanics uh, that I won't spoil, but are very, very fun. Yoshi isn't uh, quite as annoying as he is in some other games.
0: But yes, very much enjoying it. When I eventually get to Mario Galaxy 2, I'll have to investigate how... I mean,
2: the one thing it's missing is it doesn't have the the
0: Hub World song. Yeah, <laughs> but I... I mean, well, I... Well, I love well, a good Hub World, but also sometimes there is something about just pull it off a list. I just want to pick, pick a level off a list. But just that song, just that the theme, song The song is great. I do but miss I'm, it. I'm also just going to have to investigate how... Um, uh, how the emulator deals with Wii mote audio, if that's a gameplay critical thing, I have not looked into that. As evidenced by the fact that I also, when playing Mario Galaxy One, I didn't look into, I didn't have my tilt controls mapped, so I had to go off air and well, fix Well, I mean, it, you, so. you can obviously visual, you'd be able to do it with the visuals alone, but you're, yeah, <laughs> but I, I want to, you know, I want to get the real experience. Yeah. I want to get the real it's deal.
2: It's very, very good. I still think Odyssey is. Honestly, is a fucking game.
0: I mean, it's yeah. just so wonderful, isn't it? I mean,
2: Galaxy and Galaxy Two are, are tremendous. I have a soft spot for sixty four. I mean, I obviously played sixty four way back in the day, and I've hundred percented multiple times since. And I, th- I think it does hold up, but I have a big nostalgia pang for it. So yeah, uh, and I think Sunshine is a big old pile of shit. Ah, it's all right. It's no, all right. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, when when you have to get every single shine, imagine what you did times two. <laughs>
0: don't do that.
2: Don't do that. That's, 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 not, that's not. But that's not being like uh, Elias. That's like there's some shit in there you didn't see.
0: <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I mean, trust me. I mean, like, and and don't get me wrong. I mean, having to get that casino bullshit oh my god don't get me wrong it is flawed that shit was insane that's
2: that's what's like in a sense most annoying about is that mario controls really well in that game really smoothly it's that the game itself is constantly fucking with you and (laughs) ruining that sensation you know and
0: also like on the switch version they just they're like oh unlike the gamecube the switch doesn't have pressure sensitive triggers doesn't matter. Just put it on it. Doesn't matter. do yeah. do any work to these ports. No, 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 no. Put them. No. Just put them on this. Put them on this.
2: Sunshine for me is is for sure the worst one. I think 3D
0: World and Bowser's Fury are excellent as well. Yes. Yeah. I loved. I, I love Bowser's Fury. Although the thing I I couldn't shake the feeling that Bowser's Fury was a like a vertical slice of something they'd like to do further down the line. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I it, yeah. part of it. Part of that was its length, but it just something about it felt a little bit proof of concept. You know a little bit um, it's very
2: very fun nonetheless I
0: I feel like we have to be getting a big new 3D Mario to launch if the Switch does come next Christmas the timing because they obviously just put out a Zelda and they're not going to launch a Switch with like a Metroid I don't think so like I feel like surely there has to have been a 3D Mario in the oven and that will be the launch game Um, uh, because they haven't launched with a Mario since the 64 have they um Sunshine was delayed uh, yeah sunshine was not a launch galaxy was wii post-release know. Wii U no because there was no 3d mario on, on the wii u well so, yeah. 3d 3d world was on the wii u oh sorry yeah but it wasn't a launch it wasn't a launch game i don't think it was uh, a launch so yeah no. 64 i supposed to be not counting handhelds, obviously but <sighs> but yeah um uh that's the game guff uh we have an album of the week
1: album of the week um is demon days by gorillas i went after the debacle that was the uh, previous gorillas uh, album what was that uh, cracker island or something the new one yeah the most recent one yeah, yeah. um though, which i didn't i didn't really didn't like. you can get along with i went back to classic Gorillaz, uh, gorillas uh demon days which i think is the second album i'm not yes. really sure i think it was but this has, yeah this has uh a lot of the classics on it. This is 2005. God, this is not time there. This has Dirty, Dirty Harry, Phil oh, yeah, Ink," yeah. Dead, It's Dead. Ooh. I've never listened to the album, but outside of all those really, you know, big hit songs, there's also a lot of kind of concept stuff about a monkey island or something. A monkey, monk tribe of demon monkey. Yes. Something. I, the start and the finish of the album were all about this kind of concept. And I was like, when are we getting to fucking do, 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 So, yeah, I kind of really enjoyed half the album. Half the album's really good. And then the other half gets a little bit kind of up Auburn's ass. Um, yeah, it was, it's a really good album overall. I, I mean, I still big thumbs up for old gorillas, kind of XFM era um, yeah. gorillas. Kind of really good oh the lads are here hang on hang on oh <laughs> what's that oh and david Alban's just popped in
0: say something about um yeah your your, your beloved uh lucas arts games monkey island series <laughs>
1: ooh, flim- ooh, flimsy steve what's that tweet
0: yeah fl- flimsy what have steve
1: you What have you seen? Oh, that's a great
0: that's great anyway uh, that's going to do it for the show this week. We will be back next week to give you, you know, your usual, your regularly scheduled AEW TV reviews, movie guff, game guff, TV guff. We'll have a Frasier update, possibly possibly Joe. Hopefully Joe can can get mm-hmm. Frasiered Um we'll have Spider-Man 2 to talk about, Paul. Uh, oh, <laughs> um, let me web you I'm gonna web you with my webs. That's what he says. Classic <laughs> Spider-Man catchphrase. Um, Spider banter. I can talk to you about the big stupid edition I got with the statue, the big ridiculously expensive edition with the stupid fucking statue that I. Well, just... I got
2: the big, I got the stupid Zelda one. You might remember. So yeah,
0: I mean, yes, but well, but yeah, but that was like that came it's with like an art book. book, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, this comes with a big fucking statue of Venom. <laughs> it's <just a> stupid! <laughs> ju- it doesn't even come with a physical copy of the game. But like, I was go- I wasn't gonna get it because I was like, oh, I have no physical copy. What are you talking? But then I was like, let's. These discs you're buying for these consoles there's no game on them. Okay, if there was a game oh, on you, them, you wouldn't you have get to. Spend a, it.
2: You get a digital copy. I assume.
0: You, oh, no, you get a digital copy. Yeah, yeah. But I'm 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 trying to be Mr. Physical Media, but like PS5 games is like that's all yeah. those discs literally just authenticate that you own it. If they if the game was on it, you wouldn't have to spend an hour looking at the screen while it fucking downloads the thing. <laughs> yeah,
2: because I remember that spate of was it around Mass Effect Andromeda release where they were doing like. Special editions does not even come with the game. Yes, just just a
0: lot of tat. Like, what's the point of that? I, I, I. Yeah, that is. And you could because there is also the phenomenon of selling steel books without the game or movie in it. It's like, oh well, if you own, if you own fucking Die Hard, here is a steel book. You already own it. Don't worry. Just put it into the new steel book. Don't quite get that. But anyway, yeah, we'll have we'll have we'll have Spidey off next week as well as all the other uh, uh, wrestling news and that. Um, yeah, and probably some more Halloween shit to talk about. You know what I mean? All that scary stuff. Anyway. Uh until then it is farewell from me, Barry. It's farewell from Joe. (laughs) Goodbye. And it's farewell from Paul. Goodbye.